0: ruminations from the red room uh my name is mitch proctor i'm here today with mike data arvig and charlie std, S-T-D. <laughs> or triple c or just triple c is good awesome so uh this is uh the the ruminations from the red room and tonight we didn't have any specific topic that we're going to cover we're going to just kind of let it flow tonight hmm. uh because uh, so is the uh, beverages so so are the beverages. So what are you guys up to tonight? And uh, thanks for coming and joining me. I really appreciate it. I've known these guys for many, many years. We have a storied history and uh, experiences together. And mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. And uh, I'm, I'm uh, really interested to hear what these guys have to say tonight. Because I think uh, Charlie here is, is almost on his way out of the, the, t- the, uh, the Tucson area. I don't see the Dirty yeah. tea is out, The old out. Pueblo. Yeah. I yeah. like the Dirty tea. Yeah, the dirty tea. <laughs> the dirty dusty the dirty tea. Tea. Yeah. Well, Maybe oh, no, we should definitely dirty, try and tea. see if we can get that to catch on.
1: Okay, the dirty, dirty tea? <laughs> I
0: think yeah. it already has. I already have my Keep Tucson Shitty shirt. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's a team effort. You know? mm-hmm. you we all got to play our Tucson. part. You got to you know? work together as a community. It's very right. important. You right. know? This so doesn't get crappy on its own. Okay? <laughs> it doesn't just happen, people. You got to work at it. It takes coordination and effort and a real commitment to excellence. <laughs> that's right. That's right.
1: Well, I think one of the things we should definitely mention is that all of us – uh, have had experience in the retail sales field. Just uh, no, throw that out there. I don't know what you're talking
2: about.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, you yeah, know we've all been, been been all been there. We've been in the trenches. Okay, we've been in the trenches. There was
1: a few times. Um, you, know, I, you know, I I guess not to really kind of get things started, but maybe to get things started. Oh, I, uh, I had a thought the other day. You sort of person. Uh, well, I was just thinking the other day about privilege. Hmm. And I was uh, the thing that got me started on this was overhearing a customer mumble about something. And and I was thinking, you know what? What is it about going into a retail establishment? Customers <laughs> automatically assume, for some reason, <laughs> because you work retail, that they have something over you. That maybe, or is it is it, is it something in their lives that's just not good enough? They want to they want to feel better. They want to make themselves feel better by making I you seem I smaller. I
2: I honestly think from a very early age in our culture, if you can call it a consumer culture, mm-hmm. uh, as simple as it sounds, I think that the Customer is always right connotation that the, that comes out really early, and I think kids feel that way too. You know, if that's when you see a kid walk in with his mom, he adopts that personality to the salesperson as well, mm-hmm. and you can sense it, and it makes you want to take an authoritative role in in making it clear that they're not in charge. But I do the think kid, it's a mentality the kid drawing the off
0: that parent though that you can see that reflected anywhere, not just necessarily in the the retail it's environment true, sure. and. I don't know. I don't know when that was coined. The customer is always right. Mm-hmm. I'm mm, pretty sure it's the 1950s. Really? Leave but someone should have reevaluated that so more in early on. the century. You know what, yeah. no,
1: it, Okay, so if something like that is that dated. Okay. Okay. Shouldn't we have, like, shouldn't there be something to say that we've progressed to the point where that's not necessarily true? I uh, mean, we, we talk nowadays about, like, okay, you've got women's rights, <laughs> yes. right? you got, like, the women's role, women's, women, woman, uh, anyway, the role in the home uh-huh. has changed. Sorry, I've been drinking. Um, has changed. Nowadays, we like to think that we were progressive. We've come so far that we don't want to <laughs> pin women down and, you know, make them. I don't think. Weak. I don't think that <laughs> the women in our lives. I, mean, I don't like, think they're going to appreciate you drawing you. Uh,
0: any kind of parallel I, between our life as right. retail. You know what
1: I mean? I mean the we outside of these walls, okay. not the we inside of the walls, oh, because well. obviously the three of us here are very progressive. The okay. we outside <laughs> of get to get to
2: walls. your Get to your get to your point. No the, point,
1: no, the point is, I'm just saying, okay, so, like, ideas like that, right? Yeah. The customer is always right. It's outdated. Okay.
2: Yeah. Kind of like women being pinned down in the house. <laughs> kind
1: of like pinned down in the house. No, I'm, the women assuming a certain role. I mean, you know, in the Leave it to Beaver days, right? June Cleaver. Okay, well, what she, days? What, what,
2: 1950s. Uh, actually, let's say this. I mean, I think I think Leave it to Beaver was, what, late 50s, early 60s, because they were black and white originally, and yeah. yeah, they got yeah. color. Mm-hmm. So... We're talking about an era, Mm -hmm. you know. I do think that was, um, you know, that was around the same time as a lot of effort uh, and a lot of coordination between um, Washington and Hollywood, you know, where they was there was a clear image that they wanted people to strive for, and there was a good avenue to be able to present that. Going to go
1: back to the Illuminati. (laughs) It's
2: (laughs) It's not. It's not Illuminati. It's just. It's just simple. No, they. I mean, that's just a matter of record. I mean, there. There were. There were efforts to make sure that certain things. That's what the ratings board is. It's all about. Uh, Are you talking sure. about
0: the MPAA? Or what I am. Yeah, I, I, I mean, overall, MPAA from wasn't then.
2: The television code back as it existed in early Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if that was a so much law as it was where they would have to approach a board because Howard Hughes had to deal with them in the thirties. You know, as far as what could be shown, as far as cleavage, I'm drawing that totally from a movie. I'm not a historian. (laughs) But the fact of the matter is is that it's those representations that make it clear that not everything was just totally accepted. Right. Right. Um, I think television was kind of from that same mentality. There was a clear acceptability to what they were going to present on television. And. I think uh, you know, Leave It to Beaver was an example of a really homogenized American family. My three sons, right, Mr. Right. Ed. That was the, the era <laughs> that <laughs> of that so time, yeah.
0: Mr. Ed. So wasn't I, wasn't that what the show was called? The well, Talking was, Horse. Yeah, hot, yeah, Mr. Horse. Ed. Oh, d- uh, uh, horses, a horse, of course, of course. Okay, yeah.
1: I just I did not realize that that was like indicative of
0: American life at that particular. Well, time. I didn't think it was, but he's just saying like this.
2: Talking horses were everywhere this. in 1960. I, I, what are you talking about? My uncle had one. Yeah, talking horse. Yeah, he did. In fact, I believe. Believe that the "I had a dream" speech came originally from a talking horse. Martin Luther King just happened to be there. It's total plagiarism.
1: Plagiarized. Huh? <laughs> wow. wow. There's Boy. no such thing as talking horses, people. Martin Luther King is a genius. It was all him. You know, it's good that you uh, put
0: that disclaimer out there.
2: Just, just making it clear.
0: No, I already put a disclaimer on the very first one that that, that this is a PC, uh, unfriendly zone. There's okay. no, there's no okay. political correctness here. It's all okay. This is the honesty tree. This is you know, say what you feel. It's all about the, you know, the intent the of the heart. You're you're trying to take it back to our like our, our origins of of working retail and the customer is always right. And you think that we need to have evolved past that. Well, I think and I think that
1: certain things need to evolve. Certain ideas obviously need to evolve. Um, I think you know, coming from retail. Side of things, I think that's one of the things that definitely needs to evolve this idea that the customer is always right. Okay, um, and one of the many managers' conferences that I've attended over the years, I do remember <laughs> uh, some guy speaking to us at one of these and telling us that we're dealing with a disgruntled customer instead of telling them that they're correct or saying I'm sorry, saying something along the lines of oh, I'm sorry that happened
0: to you, yeah,
1: you know, and 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 in that sense, it's not taking ownership. Of that sounds was.
2: like it's going to go over very, very well, well sure that with everybody. With I, yeah. I, I use that no with problem. problem.
1: I'm like, oh, I'm sorry that happened to you. My wife gets upset. I'm like, I'm sorry that happened to you.
2: Well, you could parse how you say it. You'd be like, I'm sorry that happened. Well, that's going to be different to, to you, your
0: wife, than with a, a customer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say that's that happened. to your wife. I'm sorry that happened to you. <laughs> no, I'm going to watch the game. I think,
2: this, I think <laughs> this is one of those things that you can you should use da, in everyday da, life. Da, da. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, well, I, I mean, so my idea initially, when I started thinking about this, was initially thinking about privilege. But my okay. mind makes these leaps all over the place. Mm, so interesting. Yeah, I know you couldn't tell, right? No. <laughs> so you know, I make this leap from privilege to outdated ideas to your know, family life. <laughs> is privilege an outdated idea, Mike? No, is that saying, what you're telling me? Well, I'm saying privilege. I don't know if it's an outdated idea, but it might be an idea that some people customer privilege call customer privilege. I think is an outdated idea. I see. But privilege in and of itself is perhaps an idea that people don't uh, think about. You know, for, I mean, so if you, in if conversations you to, get, to be had here. This yeah, there, there are. Bad. There's We're a lot. Yeah. Well, and, and that's not what I was trying to do at this moment in time. But I mean, if you want to get deep into it, okay, talking about privilege, <laughs> so you have you have male privilege. Mm. You know, uh, me, you got to admit, me, as a man, mm. you've got privilege that we don't. And what is privilege? First of all, it's just something that we're going is, all the way to. What is privilege? Uh, I mean, so yeah. yeah. Right? I right, right right think I'm going to start.
2: Right I'm going to go with a word. I'm okay. going to say privilege is a word <laughs> with <laughs> a <laughs> definition. Yes. yes. yes.
1: Defi- privilege, by definition, is something that you didn't earn.
2: Really? Yeah. You didn't. Let's. Earn. I think well, we should look know that about that because I can. I can look work up, to achieve
1: up,
0: a, a privilege. I would disagree with that. But well, but I like the idea of like
1: it's not necessarily something you earn. Like okay, you're a man. As a man. In today's society, Mitch,
2: let the record show that you <laughs> are a man. I concur. You know what? However, I, I can. I, I, I am to, validating the manliness I of Mitch. Do need
0: to stand up gonna, and validate this? No, right I'm now. not
1: going to peek under the hood. Okay. I'm so.
2: Googling is Mitch a man?
1: <laughs> okay. So what I was saying is, you know, there are certain types of privilege. You know, people don't earn it; it's it's just given to them. There's white privilege. You know, someone who's white goes throughout their life never has to deal with the stigma of a black man, black woman. You know, being stereotyped, um, you know, so there are different types of privileges. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, that's if you mm-hmm. want to get deep. I think deep. you're, I like, think I you're mistaking, really like, it.
0: privilege with, in, like, entitlement. Mm-hmm. Or at least, like, there's there's a no, discussion to we had there about some people feeling like they're entitled. Well, okay. But, you well, know, like, I think there's privilege a there, though. I have Because
2: privilege sorry, is not
1: necessarily that you think that someone owes that to you. Hmm. You get that without them, without you feeling that way necessarily. However, entitlement means that you feel because of something that maybe you didn't earn or something that's been given to you, or maybe something you did earn, that someone owes you something. That's entitlement. Well, okay.
2: you know, I mean, well, I, there may be some conflation between the two words in your example, though, because according to what Google says, and I know it's not Webster's, uh, you know, a, a privilege is a special right, advantage, or immunity granted or available only to a particular person or group of people. Well, wouldn't that be what I'm talking about? I mean, well, you're
1: a man, you're not a woman.
2: No, but I'm talking about um, in your customer, in your example of the customer. I don't believe that you
0: haven't peeked under the hood. I know. I, I, <laughs> oh, there's no, been no. some hood peaking. I think there has been. Um, We're very close. He
2: has seen my mechanical thing otherwise known as an engine. Um, <laughs> no, uh, the customer <laughs> example, the as far thing. as pertaining to how they treat pe- salespeople, mm-hmm. it may be a little bit of conflation between entitled. Because the customer comes in possibly feeling entitled to just being deemed right in any event and that you are there to work for them. And there's not a a whole lot of um, civility sometimes from people. They express their bad days or their bad uh, experiences, right? They kind of inflect that into everything they're telling you or they beat you down because it gives them a sense of uh, uh, empowerment, you know, and that may be more of an entitled mentality than so much uh, like white privilege, because I think the difference is, they are aware of, of what's going on, and they believe that they are entitled to it, whereas white privilege, there are plenty of white people who are not clearly not aware of the benefits they experience because they don't have the perspective of being without it. It's a constant.
1: You know, I think I see your point, and I think you're probably right, is that what I'm, di- I'm doing, I'm, what I'm thinking about is entitlement. Yeah. And I think we can all, I think
2: everybody doesn't like entitled people. We all have a problem with that because it has nothing to do with you as uh, whoever you are. It doesn't have anything to do with you. They feel entitled and you're just a a subject in that, you know, world theater Mm -hmm. of theirs. And when you don't play your role, they get very upset and, and argumentative and combative. Mm -hmm. And I think that turns into a bad day for you if you work in retail.
1: You know, it, it can. I guess it, it depends on, how, I guess, how you look at it, especially working retail. Yeah. Um,
0: retail from the Red Room. So today, that's, Retail from the Red Room. Today, let's perhaps, let's perhaps selling stuff from the Red rumor. Room. Um,
1: well, I don't want really to sell
0: anything. Well, I, well, okay, go on. What?
1: <laughs> I was just going to say, okay, so maybe throwing in a little bit of When you said that, at
0: first, I thought you were going to uh, go into the history of how, like, we individually met one another or like what our ties work. You said we've each worked in retail, the retail segment at one point in our lives. I I I thought that's where you're going, but instead we're talking Um, about work.
1: I work in a bookstore. And so people come in, and they're like, well, do you have this book? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. We don't have that. Well, I thought this was a bookstore. you realize that you're, you're not the only I understand you're a bookstore. Book. <laughs> How amazing. Every, yes.
2: book, Every in book, book in the, the world, world in one place. Yes, How yes. can
0: that be? How can you not have that? Yeah. I, I, one, I wanted is that, that about? book. How could
2: you? Why, why do you not have that? <laughs> Barnes and Noble. Uh, yeah, Whatever. I know,
0: right?
1: Gosh. I know. So God. I, I, you know, and honestly, okay. I did want to talk a little bit about how we all met.
0: Okay. You know, because I, I would like to, I'd like to address that as you know, kind of quickly, just well, surface just, skim the, the, yeah, the top know, there a so, little bit.
2: So maybe uh, we should start just with start with Mitch and have him talk know. about like how he met both of us, and then we can say from our perspective how we met. Well, yeah, but
0: I don't really know. Mitch, That'd be a really good Mitch story, though.
1: Remember how he met me? I asked him one time, and he didn't remember. Well,
0: doesn't that hurt speak? To, feelings. Feelings. No, it should was, speak to how I ingrained you are in my life. <laughs> and like the, the space you occupy in my heart, like it doesn't so, even matter how I met you now. So
1: I met Mitch. The, the first time I ever met Mitch, uh, the game, which game was it? It was coming out for Nintendo 64. Okay. Um, it was one of the legends. It was Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. One of the Legend of Zelda games.
2: That yeah, came yeah, I before. got something pertaining to the games. I c- we can I work came to up, I yeah. came <laughs> in.
1: I came into your story. We're gonna get at uh, GameStop upstairs in the Tucson Mall. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was. Working uh, it was software. It It was right software. Et That's right. Was. Let's be particular it was. here. All right,
2: if we're get nitpicky. We manned a sh- we manned a sinking yes, ship for a couple of years okay, there. All right.
1: There. All right. So I was working at Hallmark in the two cell mall. Yeah. Okay. Electronics boutique. You know what? Whatever. <laughs> so uh I came in and I bought the game, and I think actually I came in and asked about the game, and you told me uh, that it was available for pre-order. And that's when I first met Mitch. And this is when you had the long hair.
2: So okay. The the long hair. the long hair. Nobody else in the world. It, has it ever should be respected. Like it should That's be right. recognized. It's, it's a force it, was, it was. I can. I can validate that. <laughs> I, I also met Mitch when he had the long hair, yes, yes. and <laughs> it was well, formidable. Yeah. It <laughs> was formidable. Truly, it was, it, was <laughs> it, was <true. laughs> it was a main, a glorious man main. You That's what right? it was. You would not mess with. Thank me, you. you. It was. Thank you. It's true. It's very cool, man. Very cool.
0: But that was that was the
1: first time I met. Okay. Was um, there a second
0: time
2: you met me?
1: Well, that was years later when you were working, or a few years later, I guess, when you actually came to work for EB Games. And
3: uh,
2: Is that and how it works, or didn't EB just buy GameStop? No, no, GameStop Or GameStop, GameStop bought EB, yeah, that's what that it was. That, that was even years was. later. But, yeah, uh, the Piranha That's 8, a story that the, isn't even worth,
0: I guess, there's, that's yeah.
1: Not, that's let's not let's go case, into yeah, all that stuff, but yeah. 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 And, but so, so Mitch went to work for, uh, you remember Dave? Mm-hmm. I yeah I remember, remember Dave's Dave as well. Here. Yeah, so um, so yeah, so that's how I I met Mitch. Really, the first time, the uh, first time was when he was working as a sales clerk, and I was, or I don't know, perhaps you were an assistant manager at that point. I forget.
2: Uh, I would have been an assistant manager at that. Point. And oh, I right. believe the term okay. is game advisor. Uh, well,
0: oh, no, that, I think that that's a modern long, term. That's that oh, I'm new. sorry, you're yeah, right. Yeah.
2: Okay, my bad.
1: So. So then I met him uh, years later when he was working for Dave. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's when we like started carrying on conversations on a mm. regular basis, and then of course you know once he got promoted to manager, and so stuff, that
0: would have been ought two ought three ish, something ish. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: So,
1: yeah. So
0: and, and that's how I know him. What what
2: what what was the first thing that you thought I could be friends with this guy? Like what was
0: a? When you was know, the turning point? Because you you yeah, did like come marching in there with your your. Mm-hmm. Your big boy manager pants on, and, <laughs> and uh, you know I really like the way those look on him. He, they, I they have to say good. he fills Mike, them out nicely. You do, do well.
2: You do and, fill out some the, big boy the, manager the, pants, and man. And I just
1: want to point out that no, that is not a sock in my pants.
3: Okay.
0: Okay. It's, it's, <laughs> it's two socks. <laughs> it's two. <that's> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, because because we worked together as like you were were my direct supervisor for for three, three months, months or three something. Months. Yeah, yeah.
1: Before David had before David had to transfer back. <laughs> Yeah, because you couldn't hack them all. That's pretty. But tough. that's <laughs> that's um, another story
0: You know what? That's not even none of that is really even a very good story. No, we bonded over. Over uh, manager conferences and beverages and at manager conferences, yeah. I would say that was probably when it. Well, and I would say,
1: you know, maybe not friendship, but it, like the, the embers, perhaps. Oh, you're not you're not gonna say it. friendship. Yeah, that that, well, that no, took longer. So no. I'm really well, no, no, curious. No. So Mitch,
2: basically, okay. your your alcohol conversation didn't swing it, is what he's telling. Well, no, you. no.
1: Here's what I'm saying: is that take a moment, breathe that <laughs> in. I, I am. I am. STD, however you want to call Now you're getting mean, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I was gonna say is that uh, you know when I was his supervisor, his direct supervisor. Do you want to remind the,
2: was, the, everybody of that?
0: I thought we were leaving. He didn't want to drop that yeah, one ma- more time. Mitch, I apparently, I Mike was your supervisor was right here. But it's no, like I, the third time was, you said, "Were you a supervisor?" Who's your manager? manager? I'm your manager. Yeah, exactly. Who's your manager? That was the beginning <laughs> of the day for
2: Mike. <laughs> that's right. That's
1: right. No, I was. But you know, at that point in my in my retail career. Oh. I, uh, I, oh, like I I to I I prefer to maintain a more professional distance. Oh. So I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not like not like some people
2: no. I know. Oh may or may no not, no no. You know no. where he's going That's with that. Not you know it's cool, Okay. Man. Well, look
0: look, uh, professional distance aside, that aside, aside. I'm glad I'm glad, I'm glad that. that we got that. <laughs> hey, this is the, this is the safety zone. It's I okay. I give no you shits. You, you, you know can what? talk about whatever you want. <laughs> Go for
2: it. I'm ready. May, may or may we'll, not. I'm a, ready. We'll
0: bring that up in a, in a second, just briefly. Uh, you do what
2: you want to do, think, man. I, think, I follow your lead. I don't,
1: mm-hmm. that okay. I don't think Mitch knows part of the story about how some of that ended.
0: That's okay. Um, I know a lot of stories. I'm, I'm sure, sure you do. <coughs> It's I'm not sure a problem. problem. Well, we only but got stories. That's all good. Cool, that's man. what we're here Definitely for. Listen, Okay, I
2: was in the shit. I lived. Okay.
0: And did you know that for a while, Charlie was known as... Uh, my doppelganger. He was Bizarro Mitch.
2: Yeah, it's oh, really? truly. No, I remember you, that. Did you know about that? I did. I, I had plenty of I, – I did. I knew about okay, yeah, yeah, I did.
0: Why? Why Bizarro uh, I think it really – I would like to hear from your point of view. Like how would you know that you were Bizarro Mitch? <laughs> you know – Because we were in the same store. Yeah. Like I left. No, I and... heard about
2: it much later than like – Right, I didn't know right away. Yeah. But there were people that would joke about it. Customers that knew you that also would come into the store still when you weren't there. Uh-huh. You know those things would get said. I I always associated a, a, immediately with height and build similarities yeah. because Mike people who were taller. Tend to you know tend to <laughs> group and categorize just like all of them like like, to, like just like just no. like racists do with black people. They think everybody knows each other. They think there's a short club. <laughs> and I'm like Mitch. Did you you know about this stuff you going know. on with
0: all the tallies out there? Yeah. You know, it, don't but don't tell them we do have the short club. Yeah, you know, I
1: you you
3: know
2: what?
1: I, I, am, I thank you guys for calling me a tally. I appreciate I didn't I realized, call you. A, I don't think that eight, happened. Eight, Mike, I, I was just informing you. I just said your name. I never said you were in the club.
2: See, actually, Mike, you're nothing. People over six foodie tallies, people under five, seven are not tallies. You're just kind of in that limbo area, (laughs) you know. You could just not be at all. Really, yeah. You're (laughs) you're (laughs) like median average guy. My my friends. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I, I associated with that primarily. But then the second thing was, um, I think, immediately on talking to you when I first met you, I knew you were very articulate. And just in talking about anything, whether we were talking about games or opinions of games, which is really how it started, you know, um, I I met Mitch because uh, I was hired for a job to take over a store that he clearly deserved to be promoted to take over. And they put me in that position and from day one put me in an awkward position with Mitch, um, which is a different story for a different time. But I liked you and I liked the conversations we initially had and then later on, much later on, when I started hearing about that doppelganger situation, <laughs> I never took it as anything wrong. I could get where they were coming from. For people who liked Mitch to say I was a doppelganger, I took as a compliment, and as a positive. Well, I don't know.
0: think they were making it as a negative so much as they are just saying, it's really weird. It's, it's weird. Like <laughs> like same guy, but different. Yeah. They're like, they're like, there must be a height requirement. Uh, he like, long hair, and he has short
2: spiky I had really hair. short spiky hair <laughs> at the time I did.
1: Oh, you and he had the frosted tip. I did, did have frosted tips, yeah, you, man. You, were you know why? Because courage. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, that took courage. Because courage, man. actually, <laughs> just admit what it took. It took a cute girl cutting your hair, being
2: like, no, I've been, I've been uh, you know, I, I completely own how um, whatever yeah. term you want to use, whether it's metrosexuals back in the day, we, I I, I am open out, to, to trying those things all the time. Can I so.
1: just point out that when she said Frosted Tips, he heard something totally different.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I went for both of them. Yes. Yeah, so either way, I would try it again. Yeah. No, you're right. I did. I did. Totally. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's how I met Mitch. Uh, I met Mike similarly a few um, months No, No, after I got the job at software.
1: No, no, you got it before because remember, you and I actually – Oh, yeah, we did.
2: That's right. I would shop at your store. You guys were
0: in communication between the two stores at the time. Well, Because that was when Charlie was like, hey, I heard Mitch is going to go work for EB. Yes.
2: Watch out for that guy. Oh, (laughs) watch out for that guy. I I was – I moved – I remember I had made the – basically made it clear I wasn't comfortable doing what my boss was trying to get me to commit to. When it Christine. came to Mitch, Christine,
0: Christine, that was her name. Yeah. yeah.
2: Christine liked all the stuff from my last job and that I was a good salesperson and all that stuff and uh immediately wanted me to find a way to get rid of Mitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and I mean that in like the most clear, I'm verbatim. Oh, no, I,
0: I remember how, when all that stuff was going down. She, and she did not like her, you,
2: man. You I have no her. idea why either but to she this did. day.
0: Like I was her boy. Ever later or no, right before. away, like when, when, right when I was taking care of that store before it had any, well, like, a, awesome. a manager. before she got doppelganger, Mitch. yeah, well, she no, asked me I... to go get a tattoo with her, and I was really? like, you know, I was like no, right. you know, I don't need a tattoo, it's cool, wow. And I don't know when it turned, but at some point it turned,
2: yeah. I'm I...
0: always like, my validation, my joy in life comes from when that clown got arrested was it actually at your store who or that guy i can't remember the kid's name or was he working at another store when he finally they the cops showed up and actually cuffed him on the job oh i wouldn't, I, I, wouldn't to, I wouldn't i don't know it if wasn't it wasn't on my your story. watch uh it doesn't matter anyways I, you're I gotta, not talking
2: about chris are you i don't know no, his name is chris Cause 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 chris, chris didn't chris. get handcuffed he that stole my car chris. though no <laughs> that was something totally different wow okay. there's some um, crazy stories is, so you yeah, knew the
0: retail sector was so full of thrills and chills oh yeah no but you know what it's all good because i actually got a direct apology from from Rodriguez one oh, one did time. You? Oh yeah, he came and he sat down with me at a conference, and he was like.
1: So what I was going to say was, uh, Charlie and I actually knew each other actually for probably about a year. And a yeah, half. I was shopping oh, at your store. And you were shopping at my store him. at EB Games downstairs, and uh, and I worked at Sunglass Hut. Yeah, you worked at Sunglass yeah. Hut initially, and then you went to American Eagle. Yes. And uh, when he got offered the job to take over the software, etc cetera. He and I actually had lunch that day, <laughs> yes. and, and we sat down. It and, was know, like a movie heat. Th- yeah, kind of like it the movie was so heat. funny. I was like, I just had coffee with him not th- three hours ago. That was great. Uh, oh, how much-
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing. Oh thanks, that pretty good.
1: Thanks. Um, so no, we sat down and had had lunch.
2: Divided <laughs> up them all.
0: Kind of divided <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, the- <laughs> <laughs> it, you know the funny I'm thing. It like, really I'm was like I, that. I haven't yeah,
1: really a day. Uh, because we, wa- we have a, <laughs> an unknown agreement. Uh, you we have an understanding. Yeah, we have an well, understanding. And as long <laughs> as the terms are not breached or violated in any manner.
2: Well, there were two no. things that I think were very savvy about that story. It's easy to have it be a funny story. But the two things I think speak loudly about the people involved in that mm-hmm. is both Mike and I set two established rules between the two stores, which was silly but it was a problem, right? We wouldn't talk right. shit about the other store. Right. And mm-hmm. we wouldn't try to keep the customer so confined to that company that we wouldn't tell them, you can just go get it downstairs. You Maybe know? they've, well, got, and, cu- and they've and got this or that. Well, right. and you remember, yeah. I used to call up to your store. And vice versa. And say, hey, do you mm-hmm. have that? Yeah, and vice if you versa. had it, I'd sit them right up there. And I mean, and, uh, you know, we just thought that was the smart thing to do. To me, I mean, even mm-hmm. to this day, I'm very customer centric. Mm-hmm. you yeah. know so it, it just felt like that was the right thing to do yeah and it made a it made for a lot of fun and it made for mm-hmm. a lot of good relationship mm-hmm. and for a lot of return customers who would come back to both of us you yeah. know i really thought it did well, well. And, sure.
1: and you know to his
2: credit or but that was professional. Yeah. I thought that was very professional. And, and with and, us being you know.
1: friends beforehand, you know, he yeah. sat down. He wanted to make sure that it wasn't going to strain our relationship or make anything. That's true. Eat. I did.
2: I didn't want Bef- it to be a weird yeah. thing.
1: Bef- if he was going to take over that store, <laughs> I told him no. You know, I did. Go do yeah, I totally Take
0: did. over yeah. the store. Yeah, you know, and, uh, run take the store. Kick that uh, you know short <laughs> engine kid out. Get him out. Of <laughs> <laughs> that right. brown kid out of here. That,
1: but uh, yeah, so that was that was really you know how I met Charlie was just I was working EB Games. He would come downstairs and shop because he's a big nerd. Um, I'm kind of a nerd. Yeah, just a little bit. But yeah, you know, I think we're all a little bit of nerds in our own ways. Well, and, and oh man, Is this coming
0: back c- around again? I wish I no, would have no, forwarded no. you that that uh, podcast with my sisters because we got into a long dis. Well, I mean, not a long discussion, but they kept calling me a nerd, and all my friends were nerds. You and I just, i like, you know take what? That with pride, because no, now I'm not going to take that with pride. I get it. I, I get that. And I understand that nerds inherited the earth and mm. kind of like the, the revenge of Stan's nerds, like the comic book nerds. Well, inherited. Yeah. I, mean, I, I get that. I understand. But then they also told me like, well, even metal's kind of nerdy now. What? And, well, look, here's the thing. I, I get it that in this day and age, like it's kind of cool. Like there's geek chic and there's nerds. And, and I, great. And I, I don't disparage that result that has come upon us, this, you know, inheritance of the earth. But I still – I, th- I think I'm a little cooler than a nerd. Well, <laughs> I would agree with you. Do you know what I mean? Like like, like I, I also don't think I nerds uh I, I maybe I'm a film nerd and if and if you want to use that terminology, fine, That I'm a film nerd and I'm a food nerd and I'm a you know, a music nerd, fine. But I just I think that it still is slightly uh self deprecating, like mm-hmm. that term. Like well, I mean, like I mean there's you no know, reason you know to use a nerd.
1: You know me though, I am
0: self deprecating. Yeah, well like cool. I've never
1: been <sighs> No, and so am I, but I I don't so know. I just I don't know. When, when I say nerd and I you know I didn't mean or, I, I wasn't. It was just funny because it like I just, echoes. Uh, for me, I, I, I say that with uh, with pride. You know, I told my daughter, I'm like, uh, you're a nerd, and but be proud of it because nerds rule the world
2: and nerds know all the cool stuff. Well, that kind of speaks to my point about why I sent the text about Stan Lee. Is is I don't, I don't know that you can just uh, obliquely stamp the word nerd and and have forty years of meaning. I mean, it meant something. When Revenge of the Nerds released in the early '80s, mm-hmm. and that caricature was a clear representation of what that was as a nerd, mm-hmm. I think you take the same word and plug it into 2004, and it's a different animal. Right. The reason even I 2017, was, it's a different animal. Well, and so that's just that's why I was sending the, sending the text, and, and the text was basically uh, an idea for a talking topic about how Hollywood has mined our childhood, uh, nerds, quote unquote, childhood, and made it. Mainstream, where everybody is is really involved with, um, Marvel movies, DC movies, um, and it's very much in the same tier as Disney movies always were, mm-hmm. and I think that's mm-hmm. interesting because I think somebody like Mike and myself and Mitch, it's not like we're the caricature from Revenge of the Nerds. What it is though, is we were willing to go to the comic book store or the comic book stand in the mall. And actually read and talk to the other people because we weren't as interested in those clicks, and it was something we found entertainment in and interest in. The thing that makes it interesting is kind of pertaining to what you were saying about nerd and same thing with you, Mitch. In twenty seventeen, what was the nerds and uh, you know and Stan Lee bringing out those ideas, those creative ideas that used to be really shit on by. People who wanted to be quote unquote popular for the cool. time, the Alpha Betas. You know, they, it, it was interesting to me that the Alpha Betas, quote unquote, now are the ones who were the first in line to see Captain America Civil War or, uh, you know, Age of Ultron or real yeah. what. Whatever the Power, new, Power Rangers. yeah, whatever the new movie is, and <laughs> and I like you don't
0: know the bro dudes who've come in like ranting about Power Rangers. Yeah, I, like oh no well that's what
2: science I mean. It's science science like now science science they've they I went and saw it. It's I don't
0: mainstream, know about it, but I liked it. I well I know I, I'm I'm Power Rangers were a little after my time, so they I can, I couldn't get behind too. it. So, so
2: uh, I I mean that's how I feel about the nerd thing, but I will tell you there's a certain satisfaction in seeing the consistent praise of things that were mocked that I loved as a kid mm-hmm. that are now being presented in very authentic ways like sure. Logan Oh yeah and Logan and, and people movie. are now commenting on this film not a movie anymore mm-hmm. you know, oh, oh Logan's a wonderful film you know <laughs> and it's like Okay, you so hear there's Oscar buzz for so Logan. So, in a way, the little thirteen-year-old or ten-year-old kid of me wants to find the alpha beta and be like, "You fucking well because shit." I, you I, sure I get that. I'm not taking
0: anything perhaps. away from. I, yeah, I don't, I'm not taking anything away from our all of our vindication, if you will. But I mean, like, uh, what's wrong with the word aficionado? Can't I be an oh, aficionado? Sh- well, oh, is there too many true. syllables? Isn't that similar? <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> isn't that synonymous now, though? Isn't that I, what I, we're saying? I, I think it is. Geek and nerd
2: now means. Aficionado or yes. eclectic, you know somebody who's you know it curious, probably has eclectic a natural is human probably the better way to go with that.
0: What's that? Eclectic is probably better, the better way. to eclectic, go Eclectic that. though, that would more describe to me like the varied taste that you have. Well, you yourself like,
1: said you had a varied taste because you're I do a food nerd. Yeah. You're a well, I mean that's nerd, the.
0: True. Mm-hmm. Those are tastes within tastes, though. Like mm-hmm. like when you're, I have an eclectic music taste, mm-hmm. you know, because I can listen to Sabbath right next to The Cure, right next to Depeche Mode, and then come back around to some BLS. Mm-hmm. So that is kind of eclectic, or Erasure, you know, all in the same mix, eclectic. But just because I enjoy food and film and, and music, that's not necessarily a collective. That's just being a You're, person. You're a, you a renaissance man. I, well, it's, I'm, it's, not, I'm not a renaissance man, but I like, I like my art. I like art. Well, mm-hmm. so
2: the thing is, is that that displays a natural curiosity that for generations in our country has been associated with a childishness. Okay. I will and, give you that. Absolutely. And and, 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 and I, I reject that mentality, and I think that's really small-minded. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I think Mike will, will validate the fact that I oh, have a my. real problem when people say things to me using the term grown up. Well, that's oh for yeah. that's for kids. That's, like yeah. well, that, that's that's sort of what I mean it kind yeah. of associated with your nerd connotation, uh-huh. right? It's like I don't like that term uh, because I don't think it's it, it, it to me when somebody else uses it, it often represents a preordained criteria that that individual has accepted for what boxes need to be checked to indeed be grown up and I I don't I believe it's individual choice and most of those pre ordained lists really make a vice out of just being curious about life Mm -hmm. and I think that uh, what Mitch is talking about and I share a lot of those same appreciations for you know culinary or or art in general of any form and wanting to ask questions and, and delve in and educate myself it has to do a lot with that same curiosity I had as a kid that um, I think because I'm not beholden and somebody like yourself is not beholden to what might be referred to as a Judeo-Christian uh, list of check marks mm. for you to be con, you know, confirmed as mm. an adult. Mm. Um, and, and it's interesting because recently there's a study and all over conservative talk radio, they're trying to blame the condition of America on the fact that people who are 30 years old are growing up later that, uh, <laughs> that they're, they're growing up so much later their child their children oh, until they're 35 and and these are I'll serious, be a child till the day I die Well, so these are serious Amen. survey companies going out there and feeding these conservative uh, talking heads mm-hmm. that are basically saying we screwed up the kids because we coddled them so much that now they're children until they're 35 and then they talk about simple things that like kids oh well they're not having kids they're not buying houses they're not you know they don't ever talk about it in an existential way because that would be too liberal right right? it's always about well you're just uh, uh, reluctant to accept the reality of what what life is (laughs) and and it's 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 sort of a bitter pill because if you start getting wordy about it and and my family's full of conservatives you get eye rolls and uh, a lot of this Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, like because because once you start going into word foo and you start litigating your point, you're like you're you're advocating for your lifestyle in a very intellectual reasoned way. They're like, ah, "I'm still right. I don't want to believe or listen to you." Doesn't some of this you stuff know, though so. go back
1: to what I had mentioned earlier about like some of these outdated ideas? You know, uh, you talked about like this checklist of being what what makes you grown up? Yeah. So yeah. doesn't that checklist go back to those times when, like, being grown up? Okay, I went to college, graduated, I got married. Check. I, uh, I, I yeah. now bought my first having house. The ki- check. We are having two cars course, in check. the garage. Check. Two cars I've in the got the pet.
0: Check. check. Yeah. Two and a half kids.
2: Check. I yeah. I mean, it does. And, and those are outdated ideas. Well, but the thing is, I think they have to sell that narrative because the other narrative, the more true narrative, is that people of our age, because of the example set before us, realize that we were. Those things as if they were guaranteed if you do this, you get that Mm -hmm. what we've learned is that that's not true and 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 that there's not this uh, Magical bucket of fulfillment at the end of three kids and a mortgage payment and you know There you have to be able to create your own joy And I think that the root of that is going to be being curious about the, The things in life or else how else would you know where to find joy?
1: You know my father? Um, I would say my father was always a guy who stressed to me the idea that you get a job that makes you happy, not necessarily one that makes you rich or wealthy, or, but you know the important thing was to be able to provide for a family if that's what you wanted. Right. Um, yeah, well, I and I think I think Charlie, your mother, uh, was an example of somebody who could make things happen because she's a she's a self-made woman. You know, she's successful. She raised a family, and albeit there might have been some speed bumps along the way. Um, <laughs> And then Mitch, you know, you, there's always speed bumps. There's always, <laughs> there's always speed bumps, right? right? And and you know, Mitch and I grew up in small towns uh, yeah. here in the White Mountains of Arizona. Um, you know, and your family too. I get the I get the impression from the the conversations that you and I have had that your father was probably similar to my father in that you know it's not important that you have money or status in life. But did you have happiness? It
0: was one of the best lessons he ever taught me. Right. It was one of the things that rang most true and still to this day I carry with me all the time.
2: I'd give you that. And so um, I think
1: that's yeah. one of the things that, you know, might be missing for a lot of people, because I have a friend of mine and I love him to death. But his his views and he's very right wing. You know, he's he was of the idea and granted, you know, he was not really the most imaginative guy. He's very successful now in his life. He makes money. But that was his goal, you know. He set out to go to school, become uh, uh, somebody who makes a lot of money, and then actually, you know, get the family and everything. And he fulfilled that what he saw as that role uh, to make him happy. What he saw
2: as success. As success. So, but I think that's a tricky. Like even in the way that you said that for me, you say he made a lot of money, so he's successful, or he's successful and he made a lot of money. He's. But even in that one little couple of sentences, it's. It's smooth and slick how easily those two words are directly connected. Well, for this and particular
1: friend, his goal was to make money because that was going to be that equated with success, like okay. happy, so but, and everything was going to come from that. But
2: so, does the goal achievement of a goal as a goal make it success, or does the achievement of the money make it a success? You
1: know, I think. In his in his sense, and granted, he's a good person. You know, I want to just preface this with he is a good person. I don't think he's um, not a good person. Right, right. That. I know. I'm just I'm just saying because sometimes you know people get the the misconception that oh he makes money he that's all he ever wanted. He's, he's pure evil. Like. He's evil. But um, money is not the root of all evil. Right. <laughs> no the love of money
2: is <laughs> the root of evil. No, but
0: that's not here. Just um, selfishness is the root of all evil.
1: Right. Uh, so anyway, we won't go into. I would love study. to get into we that because study that study like we have an entire just, yeah. like
0: generation of selfish people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, but I'm just saying that. Okay, so he is happy because he has achieved his goal. He believes was, he is happy. He's, okay. he's, he. You know, I honestly believe that he is happy.
2: Well, you believe he's happy, and he believes. I believe he's happy. Believe so he's happy, he's happy so yeah, he's yeah. happy.
1: You know, okay, um, like a self-fulfilling prophecy.
2: That's it. That's okay. cool. well, then but he's so happy. Those things are that's worth good. Exploring, but, right, but I'm just, I'm just
1: saying said. that, like, you know, so these old ideas, these antiquated ideas, these checklists that we have, they tell us what ha- what equates to happiness, and not everybody fits in that mold. I don't believe that everybody should fit in that mold. And I think that perhaps the three of us are lucky that we don't fit in that mold. Uh, maybe um,
2: I, I have two. I have two things to say to that, but I'll wait till you're finished.
1: Okay. I I, I think I was kind of like running out of things to say. So <laughs> okay. Please uh, he's there. He's so, got so it.
2: So the, the two things I want to say is uh, I think it's cool that your guys's uh, fathers taught you that lesson early on. Um, mm-hmm. For me, it was a different story. Uh, my dad was totally driven by money. Um, during my formative years until I was uh, probably around six or seven years old. And so my early childhood was um, I witnessed this meteoric rise in the business world by my father. And we had a really good life as a result. A lot of toys, a nice house. You but had an ad-at. You had a million falcon. <laughs> falcon. I had a million falcon. had all <laughs> you the right toys, on. right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, back in the day, it was if you had a pool table, right? If you had everything yeah. and you had oh, a pool yeah. table, yeah. You, were, you were in the money yeah and um and i remember feeling like we were rich and you know that all came really crashing down between 5 and 7 for me and a lot, and things that i know now that i didn't know as a kid you know but knowing what i know now i know that the business loan that got the big meteoric rise came from a mafia like made man named sam Rosselli. And Sam Rosselli funded my father's business maybe, venture. Maybe you I not remember we're you naming name names on yes. uh, it. You no, know, <laughs> <he's, these guys laughs> it's not going to matter. So, uh, but, the you know, and this is not really uncommon knowledge either, but the, the reality is I saw those roots were affected and we he lost everything. And that was around the time that he got, I saw the effects of the loss of those things on an individual's mm-hmm. composure and his anger and his substance abuse and his abuse of his family. And then he was gone and we were gone. And it wasn't until much, much later when I was a young adult that going and having exposure to him and hearing about sort of where he, the the mountains and valleys that he had been through, that's when he gave me that lesson that I agree to this day has rang true. And I I credit him with saving uh, my life because I really do think I was headed to be very, very similar to him. Mm-hmm. in the way that I was approaching my life when I met him, mm-hmm. again, in my adulthood. And, and he gave me a great definition for success that I use and I tell everybody. And I think it's it's brilliant. And he was a very brilliant person. He was just manipulative and, and drawn to quick, easy pathways. Um, but he said uh, success, he defined it as the consistent achievement of predetermined worthwhile goals. And I've, I've always loved that because it's about you. It's not about a standard, or um, it could be about money. Mm-hmm. It could be about, um, and, and kind of like the and, and so, anyways, that's the definition. It's that's, not
0: an imposed, uh, yes, curriculum or any, it's for you the to rest discover. The world, it's for you to determine. And and, and,
1: you know, and he just watched City
0: <laughs> Slickers? <laughs> the one thing, one <laughs> right. thing. Yeah. My dad loved that show. <laughs> oh, so no, the, he did. Oh yeah, that's because that's smart. Yeah. Really
2: the, the second thing I want to say is, uh, you know, Mike, you talk about these these uh, outdated. Ideas. Right. So pertaining to that definition of success, I don't begrudge anybody who is naturally a conservative and, and, and is happy in going to church in the routine and sure. and they find their life's happiness comes from very normal, outdated concepts, from my opinion. Right. If it's authentic and they find their happiness and their success there and they're still I'm, I'm very supportive of that and I, and I really think it comes down to authenticity mm-hmm. and, and accepting the fact that we're not all supposed to be fulfilled by the same things and I think that's what irritates me about the terms that people throw around very casually Grown and, up right because I think successful. kids kids will hear the two sentences you said earlier and I remember being a kid and hearing things like that and being like oh okay well success means I gotta be rich and then I think they that kids will hold on to that And, and kind of build their lives around that concept maybe, and then be possibly unfulfilled or, or, or possibly come to the, you know, brimming reality that they, they might not be rich, you know, and, and kind of to your point, I think the concept that's outdated is that those things equal happiness, you know, that you can very clearly have an honorable, good life working hard and not being in that office setting, not having the corner office per se, or not being the, the manager of everybody. You can have a good, humble, happy life mm-hmm. that's entirely your own and is entirely authentic that doesn't mean you have to make six figures and live in a big, huge house or have kids even mm-hmm. or or any of that or go to church ever, you know? And I think that's what the brilliance for me is about um, Americanism, if there was such a thing. I think that the point of being an American is being individually – Uh, empowered to find and define your own happiness. I like it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I I just, I really, I I like where
0: you're headed with all of that. There's, there's always going to be a balance though, right? There's always going to be some discussion to be had about, um, because you're right. Damn. I see. I I try hard not to interrupt, but then I lose the train that I'm I'm, sorry. No, 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 no. Because there at the same time is kind of this overwhelming, like, swell of people who think that they're owed everything, too. Right. That they don't have to work hard for their happiness. that They are actually owed happiness. Yeah. And that they should be fulfilled by their own little snowflake personality just because of who they are. And I – cool. But just if – if that's what you want, then just be happy with who you are. And then – but don't impose that on me. I'm not required – to validate you, that's a if, you're point. Gonna no, if you're not going to work hard, if you're not going to put in the effort to find that happiness, it's and if people are like, oh, the Americanism you're talking about to yeah. me, the pursuit of happiness does not guarantee happiness. Right, exactly. You have the right to pursue it, just like yes. everybody else, and there's also no guarantee. Some people have a bum life, you get a bad rap, whatever. Sometimes that's how it goes, but there's someone who's got it worse than me, and there's someone who's got it better. Yeah, and I think that's for lack of another like gauge, that's kept me at a particular achievement status in my life because like you know what it could be way worse yeah, I, it absolutely. could be better I'm gonna be happy gratitude. I'm gonna try and find yeah gratitude I feel joy and happiness in my friends and in these things and I work hard and I take pride in the work that I do but I don't I don't feel like I'm owed anything yeah like so well, I mean I I'm not I'm not that, I'm, I'm that. Not a, I don't think that that was like a counter to your point or anything like that but I just think I that think it's
2: a good partner with Some it. Some of them don't don't understand what to work. I think adventure, adventure, People crave adventure as individuals. They want to go and they want to move somewhere new or do something else. Mm-hmm. I think the understanding that adventure doesn't exactly mean good endings. Adventure right. Is right. adventure is a risk right. and adventure is the journey. The point is surviving the <laughs> journey. You know, and then you <laughs> get past it. It may not yield anything. <laughs> yeah. But life experience well, and, and of knowledge things, of self. One know? of the
1: things I always think about. You know, and I, I've discussed this with my wife. Um, oh wow! You know what
2: is—that's so a qualifier. What is this? Yeah, what is the that? Ameri- really is. I, I, I've, I've <laughs> There's some thought with, into
1: this. I've discussed this with some other people too. I'm like, what does it mean, <laughs> the American dream? You know, you mm-hmm. talk about, about, about Americanism
2: circa um,
1: circa 2017. What is the American 2017? dream in 2017? Circa that's going to be the title <laughs> of the cast. Versus versus circa 1950. You know, okay. and it goes back to what we've been saying—that uh, you have these molds that they that people still try to fit into, even though we think we've moved on so far. And I don't think we should have these molds, you know. Like, okay, so you two, you I two, am a rebel. Yeah. I don't, you, know, I'm, I'm you, you know, I've got kids. I don't need a mold. I've got you several kids? kids. Yeah, I've got a couple of them. Oh. Um,
0: How many kids you got?
1: I, a few. I don't know if you can I've really got, answer this question. I've got a total of six, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna say, not with any real accuracy, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so two, two of them are step kids. The other four are legit, legitimately mine. But they're all my kids. But what about the um, illegitimate ones? Yeah, yeah, we're not going to go into that. But, uh, <laughs> children, can job. I mention that I hate you right now? Uh, <laughs> but what I was going to say was, so, so, and we've been friends, both all of us here. We've been friends for a while. I've been friends with Mitch for a while. I've been friends with you for a while. And I've, I think I've had this same conversation with both of you. And you, you guys have heard this. I know from people who, other friends you might have. I am who b- have appropriately teased. Mike. I am on the edge of kids, my seat. Yes, who have kids that have told you that, you know, you should have kids. And, uh, but I'm oh, not, the we I'm should. Not, right. Oh, you've, you've had people sure tell you that. Her, you know that what? You should, should have, have kids. kids. I think you, know I think you know what?
0: I think that. They, no, really. Yeah, like so you no. should not. The gene pool. No, pulls no, out no, with you. no. You
1: know you should what? not. This. This is the thing I was going to say. Is that you guys know me, and I have never said that to either one of you, and I will never say that to either one of you, and I will never say that to anybody else because it's not my place to say having kids is going to make you happy. I don't think that everybody should have kids for one thing. I also don't it's think clear that not think you should it's, have. It's
2: have not kids. <laughs> 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 I'm not saying anybody but me should no. have lots no. of kids. Yeah. No,
1: but it's not up to me to determine what it is that makes you make you have a fulfilled life. <laughs> I, I get I, the, I just, get the just impression, Mike, that you're you.
2: you're you're veiling a suggestion that. You want more Mike Arvig family clan than either one of us could add to the the. And you know world what? There's population. there's enough of
1: me out in the gene pool right now <laughs> that we don't have to worry about that. Not, I've got it all. I don't want to know resist. what, what pool all your all genes cover. are in. I don't. Uh, I'm not interested. Uh, you don't want to swim I'm not that in that pool. I'm uh, in that there's pool. no way. You Need yeah. to be shocked. <laughs> oh. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and going back to my friend that I was talking about, who's very successful because he's achieved his goals, right. made money, money, you know. I, I feel I like there is a subtext here he about like yeah. But no, no, I was
2: gonna say we're he to and I, he, out he out and I are here. not as close <laughs> as we once were. Yeah, he's he's gone slumming for the night.
1: Yeah, well, if he wants to go slumming, he comes and hangs out with but me. I get, I get. Yeah, you want to hang out with the rich buddy? That's right. I do, but I'm here with you guys, buddy Warbuck. I pour a
0: nice beverage that you brought, the gentleman Jack tonight. But you know, I can pour something nice. Yeah, it's delicious. Okay.
1: I remember what I was like at an early age, and uh, these kids are not like me. Thank God for that, because uh, they're not like did, you
0: to your face.
1: Um, not even that. They were really? they're genuine. I, I trust them and I believe them. Cool. But so they're not going to be listening. No, they're not going to be listening. But in in saying that, uh, <laughs> I do have to point out that Addison one day. Uh, was driving along in the car with me. She was driving. Well, she was driving. You know what? When, I have a, when I'm have, when i drunk, I like to let her drive because I don't drink and drive.
2: You're right. We should have friends. Right. Yeah.
1: That's, that's why you get kids. <laughs> it sounds like fun. Um, it is. It's
0: a, you talk I to need invention. a designated driver. You want I think I might Uber. name my kid Uber. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fine. Then I'll, I got Lyft. Okay. <laughs> <But> we, <were,
1: laughs> we were driving in the car and I don't remember what song came on, but it said the word ass. And Addison's like... <gasps> Dad, that song said the word ass. I know ass is a bad word. You're not supposed to say ass, so I'm not going to say ass. <laughs> She's just being informative. She was being very informative. She's a journalist yeah. at heart. Yes, oh, she
2: is.
1: She yeah, is. I myself am thing. not
2: saying ass. I am only reporting the word ass was said. <laughs> that's right. Please that's do right. not punish me. This is merely a quote.
0: I'm bringing you the news. <laughs> ass. Good. When is she going to sit down in front of the mic? There you go. Well, every day apparently. I guess so. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to have to upload some sound bites. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just – so, you know,
1: I I do agree that, like, parents do need to get more involved. It is difficult in this day and age. Um,
0: Parents just don't understand. They just don't understand. This sounds like a whole other podcast. uh, I cannot relate. Parenting (laughs) from the red room.
1: (laughs) There you go. Um, No, I was just going to say this, though, that, uh, you know, in today's society, it is very difficult for – people to have a traditional household where only one parent you know well middle, traditional so you're already like painting your, your like, uh a society uh to have that traditional role or the role that we have this traditional catholic
0: traditional
2: evangelical traditional,
0: traditional 1950s american 1950s traditional, traditional
1: like goldwater
2: uh, Traditional, yeah. Goldwater, where
1: you've got where you got the dad goes out and works, mom stays home and keeps the house. Like Addison's, like mom. you talk about homosexuality, and she's like, ago. "That's not
2: a political issue, Dad."
1: Uh, okay, so seventy
0: like, years ago, is that really traditional anymore? I mean, can you really? Nowadays, say I mean, if You're saying no, traditional, no. recalling it from your I'm youth in the '60s, from, from what it
3: should.
2: You shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> do you do you think that's regional? Do because from my perspective, absolutely. From my perspective, yes. that's regional, like yes, the I the Northeast, think- the Southwest, and the. Let's say Texas, Louisiana, Arkansas, and Tennessee, Mississippi, that area.
1: Okay, well, well let's qualify it. So today, uh, I don't think there's anything traditional about households in comparison to 1950s, what we thought was true. Where? Uh, in
2: Arizona, in California? Well,
1: in the 1950s, it wouldn't have mattered where you 1950s, I don't right? think he would have been in Arizona 60s. in the nineteen no, fifties. You know what? Charlie yeah. doesn't remember the sixties. He was high through months
2: ago. <laughs> 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 yes. As a sparkle <laughs> in my father's old, eye, I was even then stoned.
0: <laughs> Charlie, how old are you? I'm forty one. Forty one? Okay, so you got me beat. But this guy's got us both beat. You know yes, what? you I do. Use both
2: right you now. are the oldest. In you the are world. the oldest, and somehow the least. So we experience. should be
0: listening to him about traditional. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he shouldn't be telling us. Yes, Hello, yes. Grandma. Uh, you, what you were horse driven
2: wagons like, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember when you first got electricity? That's, That's amazing. Right. That's right.
1: Yeah, we're, you've seen so much: the wheel, <laughs> the cars, <laughs> uh, fire, electricity. It's, yes. It's little,
2: little-known fact: Mike was a stand-in for the movie *The Outsiders*. He was uh, He was Ralph Macchio's double oh They didn't need it I was a stunt
0: double <laughs> <laughs> Did those make a lot
2: of money? Did you get good money for
0: that? Uh, <laughs> uh, we made we made the minimum Okay so Yeah no. like, uh, Actually well, I scale. think I should clarify
2: it was, it he, was was $20, $20. he was a butt double <laughs> He was yeah. just Ralph Macchio's butt double <laughs> He got, he didn't get picked up For Karate Kid And that led to a life of mischief
1: You know what That's I had a great
0: butt though uh, Still you know, do True Hollywood uh, E,
1: true Hollywood uh, story Mike Arvey. Reports
2: are unclear About the quality of your butt
1: just ask my wife. Um, so anyway, as she's in say, the other room, we could
0: ask. Yeah, we could. Uh, no, we could no, no, get no. that we thumbs down in person. That, Mike. I'm pretty sure she's drunk right now. And yeah, oh, so yeah. we'll definitely get a thumbs
3: down.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna chop this all up. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys aren't even gonna recognize it. That's funny. That
1: sounds like a Elisa Bobek quote. <laughs> boy, oh boy. <laughs>
2: Is Mike going to know he's even on the show at this point? No, no. <laughs> he Mike, he right to talk the whole podcast. Yeah, he was, he
0: right. was oddly and uncharacteristically quiet. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's strange. Yes. No, but I no because we're all going you. through the same feed. Next time, I'll make sure to send you on a separate trail. He's been
1: on Remember that, that problem we had with the mic at the beginning <laughs> where it was off?
0: Yeah, there
1: we go. that's, that's yeah. what The problem was <laughs> I'm probably maybe, maybe don't let my current wife hear this. Why? She's hearing it Again. right out there. I bet I she can
0: hear it. Right why? Why would, would she not? Like I don't heard. think he said anything that was. I don't,
1: I don't either, Mitch. I no, don't I, don't. I no. Why are you guys making this so? Let's weird? pick on him.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, Mike. So what makes you interested in women's vaginas? Please expand. What is the? What is it <laughs> exactly? <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. <laughs> well played. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, it's it's nothing if not to serve my own penis interests.
0: And there we go with those edits again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. At least that'll be entertaining. <laughs> you know what I'm really concerned about is uh, how much I'm enjoying this and how much I think that this flows pretty well. I mean, we are kind of like all over the place, but my biggest concern is again that that Charlie's out of here in you know short order. We'll have to do some like over the phone or something. You know, oh which man, is not I'd really as much it. fun. If really, I would, would do you? It, yes. that'd be really great uh, in a heartbeat. Okay. Yeah. I, I,
2: I will literally have nothing to do. So until, that'll be great. How much longer are you going to be here? Uh, uh, because I'll be here for about um, ten weeks more. See, there's no See. reason we couldn't get a few more in. No, no I'd I, like I to get a few did. more in, and uh, I would love to be a part of anything that you're doing. And cool. honestly, I've I've thought about writing a blog or um, or doing something like this, but I haven't taken the kind of initiative yet. This you have. Did you get
0: a chance thing. to check out the site? <laughs> I didn't. Oh, you didn't? I didn't even know actually.
2: Easy. Mike was uh, not very good about it keeping me. It is
0: it is brand new, and I have a couple. No. A friend and a friend of a friend, uh, to thank for it because I was talking to him and I was extolling. It. Well, you can also read it in yeah, my inter- my it. origin story yeah, that I, I wrote on the it. site. That's but anyway, cool. um, I got these. I've got a buddy who who knows someone who and she's like a tech expert. I I don't I don't cyber. Sure. stuff. I think <laughs> we don't cyber um, both. We of don't us, cyber man. both. We're not of us. cybering anything. Um, I
2: feel I feel inappropriate using it as a verb. Right? I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, anyway,
0: I am not uh, my skills with the website design are not adequate. Me either. So I I said, Hey man, don't you know this this girl who can do all this kind of stuff? He's like, Yeah, she can do it with her eyes closed. She'll have it up in like five minutes. And really, it was like two days maybe from the time I asked him to uh, you know, inquired. Set it up and yeah, I was like, "Hey, man, would you just ask her if she would set it up?" And within two days, she had this set up. And and you know, it's she's like, "Well, he's going to have to be responsible for the content." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, that's the idea." Yeah. But anyway, here's the site. You can take a look at it. And for those of you who are listening, odds are you probably already have the site because that's how you found it, or if you found it at all. But uh, ruminations. The address is actually from the Red Room, and uh, the idea was originally to call it Ruminations from the Red Room. Um, I think we decided against naming the entire site that because ruminations might be misspelled, and because it was such a long site name.
2: I will say that just looking at it right away, the first thing I think about is Twin Peaks. Well, that's the intent. I mean, it's a cool image.
0: Yeah, it really is, and and I I actually talk about that in the uh, origin story as well because, yeah, I just um, again, I mean, we'll just this will just be reiterating that little origin story. It's like, I love the imagery. I. Have been in love with it. I was introduced to it after it was already off the air. Um, I was in college, and a friend of mine—I'm I'm fairly certain—turned uh, me on to it. Do you know Guillermo? Remember Billy? Do you remember he works Bailey. at Bookman? He used to go by Billy. He's now goes by Guillermo. Okay. I think he introduced it to me because I started falling in love with the films of David Lynch. He's like, "Oh, well, then you must have seen Twin, seen Twin Peaks." And I was like, "No, what's that?" And he's like, "Oh, it's a show that was on like 1991. This is circa 1997 when mm-hmm. I finally caught up with it." And I was running around to like every blockbuster in town, trying, uh, to, find trying to find the VHS tapes. Um, blockbusters like are a VHS place you still. <laughs> <what VHS> <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to read my favorite
2: sentence of your description here, man. Oh, you, oh, you're looking at Mike. Okay, I, I, go ahead. I do. I have, and I know that you have read people who are listening have probably already visited the website, but I have to draw special attention to this. Uh oh, I'm afraid of. I like the way it makes me feel, and the idea of delivering these thoughts from that fictional location. Dimension gateway portal dream hell your call that that's sexy <laughs> that, that thanks, is just thanks. a fun sentence to say and it's a great it, it, you know I is like, it I'm not a writer okay. no but it, it, it you know why because it presents this idea that what is going on in any given podcast or conversation is not tethered to anything other than that one time you know it separates it. And doesn't you know? I really like the i the conception of well, being able to I have it think, away from everything. Well, I think the
1: thing there too is that just like why have you
0: kept me and Charlie apart all these years? I really, am <laughs> glad that he <laughs> gets me. I, he gets tra- me. I've been I trying to bring understands
1: this gap me. Yeah, for all of these Thanks, years, man. I was um, yeah, okay. with Virtual Fighter. <laughs> 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 you <laughs> know what? I should put some VF <laughs> praise in I, this what podcast. What I was going to say was that 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 particular line, especially, I think, holds true because anybody listening. Uh, Just like when you read something or you listen to music, it holds some kind of truth for the listener that is not the same as someone else's truth. Um, You know, what it means to me isn't the same thing that's going to mean to you. I'm not going to have the same – I'm not going to get the same things from it that you get from it. Sure. Um, Because everybody comes at these things with their own life experience, and they're at a different point in their lives, and, you know, whatever – they happen to be dwelling on at that time and and i think that that's why that line is is pertinent because that's exactly what it it's is you very take from well it what it's what a very uh, well crafted sentence in sense oh yeah that you, sense. you take
2: from it what you need well, from it just what you said did. there about people bringing their own experience that's what i like about it is that it's 100% about what the listener brings to the table and how they filter the conversation that they're hearing mm-hmm. it's not presenting it that way Makes it seem in an era of neutrality that each conversation is approached from an original point Right instead of trying to bring it back to a narrative, which would be very easy And the l- most talk shows podcasts do that they bring a narrative to it Whereas this sounds just based on that one description as more of an exploration not only by the host, but by the guests. Do you
0: guys want uh, admin access? Would you like to write the descriptions? Though? <laughs> I think you guys got it a little better than I did. I like it. I if, like it just the way it is. <laughs> if, I had,
2: if I had to say anything, kind of to what you said, why have you kept us apart for so long? I, I you know, And <laughs> going back to the doppelganger thing, right? Um, the reality is, is it's easy to notice. We riff off each other really well already, Mitch, and uh, anytime you, you – grant me the luxury of having me as a guest. I'd be <laughs> happy to participate. I think we work well.
0: Thanks. I'm glad to have you here. Yeah, that's no, nice. Don't make me that's cry. Nice. No. I, well, and, I just
1: bit. wanted to say, too, you know, I, I love being here. I'm happy to be here. Uh, I love hanging with friends. And I think that's one of the things, too, that you wanted to try and, and present with this podcast is that you know, it's, it's, you're know, you hanging with friends. Uh, we might not be the most intelligent people in the world, especially <laughs> after a few drinks. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: no one no one but, here uh, is purporting to be the most intelligent people in the do. world. That's <laughs> not <because laughs> the idea. Uh, right. Uh, but well, hopefully hopefully, hopefully <laughs> with,
1: with this just this conversation and, and sharing uh, uh, a bond of brotherhood, if you will, we, we can arrive at some truths, you know. Um, and it's gonna be bondage? Not, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and again, like I was saying, there are some truths. One Brother being Hibon. that, that Trip C that, over here uh, is
0: STD it, and has uh, Trip C <laughs> STD. <laughs> the other truth being that Virtual um, Fighter Five is the, is the single greatest fighting game of all time. It, it, it is. is. It truly, that's at least one
1: thing we can definitely Fact. agree on. That Fact. is a great, great fighting. You game. know, it
0: just uh, it, it brings me to tears. Uh, uh every because there's a new Tekken game coming out. There's a new oh, Injustice oh. game coming out, and yeah. I I talk to people and I'm like. Oh, well, you know My favorite game was Virtua Fighter and just the blank stares. I know. Just as if they. It's just, know. it's, it's, it's gut wrenching. I well, hate it. They
2: don't know what they're missing. They well, don't, but, they like, know did, never did, will. Did you, did you hear the, the news that I let Mike know recently? Is about a week and a half ago, because I'm such an obsessed fan of the Virtua Fighter series, I periodically wake up and just. Google V F six. See. <laughs> I just constantly do He's it. He's got me beat. That's I why that's why it. I don't find it. I'm him. not shame. I'm not ashamed. But what I did find out is that at the beginning of this year, February of this year, Sega relicensed the name Virtua Fighter. And really there are some very vague slight rumors that, that was to put out new ideas. So if you what you were saying a second ago about there being a new Injustice game, there's a new Tekken game, Mm -hmm. there's new fighting games in general. This may be a time when Sega reinserts itself into that series with a classic because that game, uh, for those of you who play fighting games and don't know about this, it is the inspiration for every modern fighting game, including Street Fighter in many ways. And if you want to do some homework and find a game that's more complicated <laughs> than anything you're playing now, go and buy Virtua Fighter Five and get humbled. Okay, get humbled and realize your brain does not work as bad. If well, there's it, a it,
0: moment you're not feeling humbled, it's probably because you're not playing it like you're not bothering. Yeah, because right, the right. the punch, punch, kick can immediately people be like that. I don't understand what what what. And and then a, You don't get it then.
2: It is a beautifully mm-hmm. yeah. complex and elegant fighting system yeah. that people had a hard time wrapping their brains around. Well, and further, if there's simple.
1: anybody out there listening who knows anybody who works for Sega... <laughs> <laughs> Use um, Suzuki,
2: if
0: you're out there. You've got there. three wholesales right. right here. That's Please. right. I will definitely buy one. And, uh,
1: and if you get that made, send me your address. I will send you a bottle of General Yeah, Black. my
2: predetermined yeah. worthwhile goal is to be a professional <laughs> virtual fighter gamer. That's my predetermined <laughs> worthwhile goal. That will success. Make you an adult success, success is there. You're an adult. That's right. <laughs> okay. That's right. In fact, I think Lei Fei is translated roughly from Chinese to be success. Yes. <laughs> That's how it works. Out and what does Pi translate into? Uh, I a beginner something character? Adorable.
0: Something adorable.
2: <laughs> Lightning. I don't oh. know. She's amazing. God. And
1: the Pi is not a beginner character. She's, there's some by by most accounts, she is. Well, well, Mike, well I mean, if mean, you if you play, if you play her character. deep. character you play, Mike, is a beginner character. You know what? It, so. <laughs> I hate you right now You know
0: what I hate about it Is because I loved it so much And I didn't get a chance To play it nearly as often As I liked And then Watching like Your guys <laughs> skills rise And I just like I don't want to play now
2: um, Oh no, like no, Mike and I Mike and I jump Spend back hours Going back and forth well, Oh
0: yeah You can dump tons of time Into that there there It was fantastic There
1: have times Where it would be, it'd be midnight And I'm like I gotta go home And then <laughs> two, two hours later Two hours later I'm like game. Oh man One more game I gotta I go, go home far. That's
0: right Mike did you ever meet My friend Alex Tejada Yes yeah, you don't remember him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was he was my nemesis for years and years for the Virtual Fighter.
2: Well, was definitely my nemesis. We would dump are hours, we, are we days. Virtual Fighter nemesis? Yeah, Virtual, fight- <laughs> yeah,
0: virtual Fighter nemesis. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so and, that was it was fantastic. Speaking
1: of Virtual Fighter, and uh, you know, this being like Charlie's first time here, my first time here, and everything, you know, doing the podcast. Okay, sure. Um, uh, I just gotta say, because we got a friend of ours who passed away some years ago. Oh and man! Uh, uh, wow, that's a big turn. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. I, I mean, I don't want to take it this way, but I love yeah, the you guy. Yeah, you guy. do. You well, do. That's I fair. To we're, talking, we're talking. We're talking that's virtual okay. fighter. That's what it's here for. We're yeah. talking uh, love of video games and just love of
2: life. Let's take a right? moment here and take yeah. a drink to fall in love. To David
1: Martinez, one of the two Kage. Kage. Please. please. Kage Maru. Kage Maru. Yeah. To That Kage. was his One of the one of the best guys.
2: Aka Martinez. I think this is a good moment um, one of us should probably just briefly talk about that um, incident we, we lost a friend of ours and um, quite uh, randomly and nobody expected it but I think we should probably take a good 15 30 seconds maybe and each talk about briefly what you know one of those just something about him because I don't think one person's gonna do well it I think I
1: think we can all agree that one of the best things about him was his laugh.
2: I mean, yeah. <laughs> I had, he yeah. had one of the best laughs. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And uh, it was contagious, you know, because it was wholehearted. I
0: just. Wholehearted, whole pure, body, a whole person. Pure joy.
1: Pure joy when he laughed. And, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he was, and I, I won't lie, you guys know this, I'm very opinionated. I am also judgmental. <laughs> and I'm a bit of an asshole. <laughs> right. I-, I can admit it I'm all documented all, right, that, that all that booth. I, you don't yes. just, just if, reveal if it. I can if I can show I have my I uh, for my asshole card safety tree so.
2: yeah. you're digressing
1: um oh so anyway uh, but martinez uh, david was one of the best people i know um, he would never say anything bad about anybody ex girlfriend uh you know, he had an ex-girlfriend who I did not like at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, who I kicked out who of my I kitchen. I can say I, many I men literally, men. I <laughs> literally told him to keep her out of my store. I kicked my her out store. of my kitchen. Yeah. Um, I totally did could. you? I did. Oh, he oh did. my he God. Did. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, he, he would never say anything bad about her, and she treated him like crap. Uh, yeah. And, and he would never say a bad word about
2: her. He would never say a bad word about anybody. But if not for people like Dave. Mm. If not for people like Dave, this world would be a worse place. It's true. Pure and simple. It's true. He is a beacon Mm -hmm. and he remains a beacon Mm -hmm. uh, just because he is an individual for me um, that did not have an easy life by any measure Mm -hmm. and you would never know it. He was the most uh, humble, uh, gratitude-filled, kind individual who was always looking for the joy in every day, Mm -hmm. in simple things, and in even in deep things that he tried to keep simple. So even this girl that we both... Yeah, loathed we both could <laughs> and her. did not like oh my God. but yeah. the, 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 the the reality that what you should take from that is that david was the kind of person who would he would look for the good in um, people. not need the approval of others for the person he loved mm-hmm. and cared for and mm-hmm. he would put everything into supporting them yeah and, you know, th- and that's why it's such a deeply felt loss i consider myself lucky that he called me a friend Yeah, I think
0: all of us would absolutely biggest
2: compliment I ever got from the man is when we played Virtua Fighter for the first time. (laughs) uh, Bringing it back to me (laughs) And then I got to shut up and let Mitch say talk about David, but i'll just say that uh, When you play this game like chess you immediately know somebody Is good and and what they're thinking is when you play them for uh, a few moments And at the end of our first playthrough He looked at me and he said I you're the best defense I've ever seen, and and that that for me, if you know me, I am uh, defensive minded by nature, <laughs> uh, more than I am attack minded, and um, that was the best compliment you could give to me when it came to Virtual Fighter, and uh, and we were close friends, and I, I cared for him deeply. Uh, Mitch, sorry, for, uh, sorry,
0: no, no, there's nothing to apologize for. for mean. For me, uh, losing losing Dave was right around the same time I lost my father. So oh, right. those things are pretty much inextricably linked, and wow. really, really tough for me. And uh, for for us sitting around this table, and for anyone who might ever hear this, it's it's uh, really a- a- agonizing for me because these things we've just said, and these things that you you've expressed, both of you, about like this this guy who is like unendingly caring and kind and has this never has a bad word. Those kinds of things are banned, like thrown around a lot. Like you, you Mm -hmm. hear that from people all the time, especially after the loss of someone and they, they can look back with rose colored glasses and say, this person was such a saint, (laughs) right? No, you're right. right. (laughs) But but in this instance, this guy was a a beacon. Beacon was was a beautiful word. Like Mm -hmm. you can't measure up to that. And it's, it's horrifying. And, uh, that, that, that there aren't more people like that that you can genuinely say that about, and that no one listening to this will ever like unless they know him. They're gonna think, oh well, they're just kind of glossing over, or but it genuinely without fail, like I, I, you can't, you can't, uh, you I can't mean, say when, enough, like you you know, about how what a kind people of. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> How good he was I'll be the first to admit that Charlie's an asshole. I'm kind of you know, glad that guy's gone. Uh, yeah, well, well you know, I liked him. He but, was a good guy, know. but when
2: it, he goes, you know, but hey, you know, he really sucked the air out you know, of the room. That's right. <laughs> yeah.
1: But no, you you're right cuz David was one of the one of the few people that you could genuinely say uh was probably one of the best people
0: you'd ever know. Absolutely, you you um, are lucky. Yeah, lucky to know one person like that in your life if, in a lifetime. If you find someone like that, mm-hmm. and then to have him kind of just like ripped away at that you know, that's a just, young age. It's ridiculous. It's stupid, and it goes to speak to the chaos of the universe and and the meaninglessness of life sometimes. And I just I don't like talking about it. No, <laughs> I, 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 I don't either. I, I, I want to. I'm, I'm I am glad there. that we had the moment to to, to acknowledge and I, give a I shout out. Too. I think that's appropriate. You know. Oh, yeah.
2: I, I do I am motivated to draw a parallel between a lot of the subjects we've talked about but before I do I'd like to say that the reason that this I mean this loss was shocking for everybody and in, in, from my perspective not only because he was a young man and mm-hmm. uh, The great potential of somebody that was so rare um, to be around for that long and 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 when you know the details which I don't think it's appropriate to go through and um, you realize the the meaningless reasons why that event even occurred is why it's so disheartening. And and it's it's accidental, but it had a lot to do with somebody just really being in a hurry and not caring about... Uh, what the impact is on other people or right. so selfishness losing, is the root
0: of all a, evil anybody yeah.
1: it's, it's, um, it's a self-serving yeah. yeah just yeah. make sure you slow down <laughs> uh, it's it's true. just take a moment
2: or... yeah take a moment appreciate the the, the the random likelihood that things could be snuffed out momentarily right. yeah, and yeah. And I appreciate your moment right. um, but now, the thing I want to b- bring back though <laughs> is, um, you know oh, we're right. talking about a, a tradition and we're talking about um whether we're talking about customer service oriented or we're talking about families and parenting, (laughs) or, you know, I I make this comment recently over the last few months, you know, when you're watching, if you're a football fan, if you're an NFL fan, and uh, you hear somebody talking about great coaches, and in this case, I'm going to use Bill Belichick because it's obvious.
3: Uh. But
2: when people talk about Bill Belichick and they talk about sports and his evaluation of the effort that any given player puts into the team, they use the term intangible. Mm-hmm. And and they always attribute this great coach of of being able to value these intangible qualities that a player brings to the table and turn it into success. And I think when you try to talk about that in normal everyday life, people give you a look like, Oh, you you're full of shit. You know, <laughs> you're you're grasping at straws or your unicorns and fairy tales that they don't associate it with a real thing. And when it comes to people like David or the position of, a, of a, any individual, whether it's male or female, wife or husband in a family situation, th- there's never a discussion about valuing that person's intangibles and what they bring to the table that isn't so easily measured by an hourly wage or a yearly income or you know the car that they drive uh, or things like that. And, and what David brought into everybody's lives was... A series of unique and individual intangibles that you really can't find. Um, very often in one in one person's lifetime, and to have one person affect everybody as a as a really persistent example that you don't have to go through life upset about things, <laughs> that you don't That's have to that. be. Um, bitter and and uh, ruminate in the negative connotation of the <laughs> word, right. um, but that you really can try to approach every day from uh, a, a standpoint of how can I help? Um, how mm-hmm. can I how can I make this gratitude fun? and appreciation? Yeah, and and I think that lesson is missed on a lot of people, and sort of maybe um, in some part what we're all referencing throughout the entire conversation is there. Sh- we wish there were more people like David. Because yeah. if David walked into a store and wanted to talk to you about anything, if you were his salesperson, he treated you with consideration, respect, and, and joy. And he tried well, yeah. to share his life with you. He never felt like he was yeah. better than anybody
3: else. But that, exactly. In fact, like you
1: said, you said the guy was humble.
0: Well, there was you know, no pride. Was, there was no, like, yeah. There, was no, there was no was No like, ego. He, no yeah. ego exactly, to serve.
2: Exactly. Yeah. No. Unless it was retro fighter, yeah. <laughs> you know, know it. The and then the claws came out. <laughs> out. Yeah, and you could see in there yeah. was Samiko. He, he was yeah. fine to give you well, a little he, talking, he was, shitty nod. He like, was yeah. naturally,
1: he was naturally gifted when it came to playing video games. Yeah, he was good, and he and was, and was he extraordinarily, was really
2: lo- extraordinarily loquacious. Yeah. The, yeah, I, oh, I yeah. think you know, talking about him, we, we make it sound like he's just this you know humble oath but the guy was oh, no. incredibly oh, yeah. intelligent oh yeah and very articulate and mm-hmm. fun to get into deep mm-hmm. conversations with and he would always maintain the same perspective there was never a break in that loving kind
0: incredibly nature. observant mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and then, and pick up on details and find like uh Something about everyone. Naturally curious, well, you know, like we were talking, the, talking about yes, before. Exactly. He kept
2: that nature of being curious about people, about giving some terrible people, in our opinion, <laughs> the benefit of the doubt because he just wanted them to be better. Oh, I'm not good at that. No, I'm not good at that. I'm not either. But he fact, was, and, and yeah. that's why we, we remember him so fondly. Yeah. In many ways, we can say he was the best of us. Oh, yeah, definitely the best something that of we us. can
1: strive for. Um, if I can give a little bit of background, too. So the day that he died. Uh, he was in in the car that he was driving. They found uh, some of his belongings and stuff because he was going that night after work. He was moving them over to his girlfriend's house. Okay. Because they were moving in together. And um, okay. Uh, so when when you know when I thought at the time, and I even told him, okay, that I thought they were moving f- too fast. Sure. <clears throat> and this is me because I'm a skeptic, and I'm you know I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm who I am. I'm, like I said, I'm judgmental. I'm a bit of an asshole. Um, But David, David paid me probably one of the greatest compliments I've ever had. And it pertains to me and my wife now. um, Because he said that he wanted to find the love that Amanda and I have.
3: Hmm.
1: And that, to me, is one of the greatest compliments
2: I've ever had. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, it his, means you lucky man. Yeah, <laughs> really <laughs> it, it, you know, I yeah. realize I realized that I'm booted lucky. I remember an <laughs> Well and we
1: we've Dozens had we've had our issues, right. we've had our issues, but, but David oh, saw yes. you know, David Great David summation. saw something in us that you know maybe maybe I didn't even see at the time. What he saw in everybody, potential. Yeah.
2: yeah, and I think that's what it is. He saw the potential in people. He did. Um From a kind and loving, purely true and authentic place. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's so, what made him so priceless.
1: Right. And so, and I, and I almost, to this day, I still almost, I feel a little bit guilty that I had that conversation with him, you know, talking about him and his girlfriend, because they'd only known each other just a few months. But he was already talking, like, oh, I want to move in with her. I'm like, this might be the one. He's wand.
2: very keen about people, though, man. Oh, yeah. And, well, he, and, knew, and yeah, he you
1: knew. know, we talk about, like, what a big heart he had. Like, I don't know if you guys knew, but she uh, uh, used to take in foster children. Uh, in fact, I think she still does. I mean, she might not now, but sure. um, so <coughs> at the time, she used to have some foster children that she was working with, and she told me that David was fantastic with those foster children. Yeah. Like he had a genuine love for them, and they could feel that. And I believe that's true, because you guys know David. He just had such a genuine love with everybody, and especially towards kids. Like he wanted a family that was in his in his mind that was success to him was having a family, and then and successfully raising his children that was where he wanted to go that was his goal his dream he didn't care about money He did not care about status He wanted to care
2: about and what he knew we cared about mm-hmm. looking mm-hmm. from what i know of. And the conver- i had a good amount of conversations and i like getting into deep conversations with oh people. yeah yeah um i now, i i truly believe that what he knew is you know in the time that we're in and the people that we are we work really hard for acceptance. Mm-hmm. And, and kind of talking, referring to some of the, the traditional standards that people try to guide their lives by, we are looking for acceptance from maybe our parents or our peers or our society. Dave was really there to represent that he could accept people who, in many cases, may have really felt like they weren't acceptable to anybody. Mm-hmm. And Dave would be the guy there going, no, you are. You know you are acceptable, and I, and I'm gonna prove that because I accept you, and I'm gonna be there for you, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna be supportive of you. And he would do that in small capacity for people like you, Mike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and he would do that for. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well, and he would
1: do it in large capacity. That's those, because I don't need the validation that, that you need. So. Oh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I needed
2: it. Um, no, but I mean I I really value that because it is a unique quality. We are a society of benchmarks that we assume for the people that we spend time with. And David was looking for authentic, good people. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the few. Mm-hmm. And we championed him because we felt like we probably felt like we weren't as good as him and we wanted to protect him. Oh, and I, I will admit. Feel bad I
0: championed him because he drank with me. 'Cause he could hang with me at at Metalhead. Well at that point it was exactly <laughs> what you were. There for, exactly li- there for a know. while it was, it
1: was Mitch, Martinez, uh, Mike and and David always called her Amanda, Manda. Manda uh, Amanda. Yeah. And so he kept Manda. calling us the four M's. Yeah. And I kept a... <laughs> and, and the, ass, the asshole, <laughs> oh, no, the, asshole of, the asshole of me kept saying, dude, she's like Mitch uh, and Manda. Manda. I'm like she not just Manda Mitch, she's Amanda. Uh, Manda. I love yeah. it. Yeah, he he kept calling us the four M's. I'm like, no, dude, she's Amanda. Like, get <laughs> so it right. But that, that, that was just great me being a jerk. Like him, yeah. You four know, M. Yeah, four yeah. M's. Yeah, That's it great. was it was great. You know, it. The guy was. The guy we was so remember genuine. him fondly. we yes. do. We do, you know, we clearly. love the guy. This and look, day. it's a
2: testament. This many years later, mm-hmm. and we can't talk about Virtual Fighter or or any of these things without remembering this. Oh his. yeah. This well, mountain and, individual, well, this iconic person. So we
1: started off this podcast talking a little bit about retail, right? So if you want to bring it, if you want to bring, yeah. And we circle, were fortunate
0: enough to we, steer this conversation okay, away from well, that. The biggest mistake we made was letting you lead off. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Let's talk I'm about sorry work. I had Let's to talk. Say. And <laughs> now, point <laughs> of sale system. Let's team. talk about oh, that. Let's exciting. talk about. <laughs> well, so let me tie this
1: in. Let me tie this in just a little bit. So, so David was working at our Irvington store for indie Games. The year the Arlington Xbox. is a place in
2: Arizona. That's right. For those of you who don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, in, in Tucson, Arizona. It's a street. Um, so uh, he's working at a store, and it was the year that the original Xbox came out. At GameStop store. And No, it was, it was EB Games at the time. <laughs> the Microsoft It was Xbox. EB Games. <laughs> yeah, the Microsoft <laughs> Xbox. So You're the, Xbox the Xbox came out. The uh, Xbox came out. We had a shortage of Xboxes at the stores. So the company sent down an email saying they wanted us to create bundles to try and sell more items <laughs> with the system oh, so than like, just yeah. the system itself. So it's like an
2: Xbox and two joints, right? It's like Xbox, you two ex- joints and this Xbox and for right. $50. dollars
1: i right. get you a gram. So Martinez at the time was working at the Armenta store, calls me up and tells me that he created a bundle entitled The Freedom Isn't Free Bundle. <laughs> <laughs> Because I mean, seriously, guys, he made him free. He is brilliant, right? He is brilliant. So, what this bundle consisted of was the Xbox original Xbox system, three extra controllers because you can do four players yeah. with a lot of the games. The I think there were two Tom Clancy games yeah. out at the time for the system, and of course, Halo. And it consisted of all that stuff. And when you totaled it, the bundle was a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars. And I told him, I'm like, dude, there is no way in hell you're gonna sell that bundle. <laughs> he sold it. absolutely. A week he did. later, yeah. a week later, he calls me up and he's laughing. He's like, guess what? I'm like, no. <laughs> oh yeah. He's like, oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah, I sold it. I sold
2: it. I yeah, have built did. bundles.
0: Like, I have built bundles in honor of that bundle. Oh, you I guess got specifically to build with that title. No, because of that. Because and of that freedom. I got a one, word. What's this? I got
2: a one word answer for you for why. Why America?
0: America. <laughs>
1: Because America, that's why. Because America. Well, sir. and then, and then, and then, the 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 uh, epilogue to the story is that the gentleman who bought the freedom isn't free bundle came back a week later because he was so happy with the bundle that David <laughs> sold him that he wanted to buy more stuff from <laughs> David specifically. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. You know what yeah. this
2: is leading to, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is that he described the bundle as huge, and. <laughs> Amazing, and that he won bigly on his Xbox. <laughs> and now the man is president, and the rest. Is oh, the and story. there you go. There you go. The the now you story. know,
0: the rest of the story. The rest of the story. <laughs> and there's the lawsuit right there. <laughs> that's, how, that's how we got Donald Trump's name Yeah. <laughs>
2: The greatest evil from the greatest good. Oh like, my gosh. There you go. That is. Go. That's
0: the story. That's how you build good. Uh, you know, uh, drama. Right. <laughs> greatest evil. From the greatest good. <laughs> we, we don't know that. You know. Mm. It's telling
2: you. Yeah, like he's it. an avid Xbox fan, Donald Trump. Yeah, so that's true. Is I, this so serious? Is not, that a real thing? No, that's not a real thing. Okay, well, <laughs> but I like—I'd like it to be a real thing. Like, I'd love to see. His Let's gamer just say tag. it's a real
0: thing right now. Like, just manifest reality oh, man, right now. That's it a real cool? thing.
1: His
2: gamer tag is Big Lee. Well,
1: wait a second. You if know, we, if re- we follow <laughs> Trump's
2: example, it's I'm XX. Sorry.
0: But I did throw bigly Trump XX yeah, Bigly Bigly <laughs> <XX. laughs>
1: If we believe it's true, doesn't that make it true? Yeah. Isn't that the way Trump works. Oh case?
0: my God. Maybe. Is that where we're going man? No, no. Like, I, I, I look, I have no problem. There, I, we, we, we can take it have political. Have it's just, it, it's just so inflammatory, and I have nothing wrong with inflammatory. But for me, it's 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 I'm frustrating it. to the point of like tears. I can't I can't fight it anymore. Well, I can't discuss it anymore. No, no, sometimes you, I, I, I feel really like want for me, discuss. like I don't like really want I want to, to talk about art children and children. beauty and appreciation of all the things that make this 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 existence worthwhile. And like the left and the right, you know. If you want to talk about just, beauty, can I
1: just point out? I think Helen Mirren is really hot. Who? Helen Mirren. She's gorgeous, and she's an older woman. She's in the movie Red. She's the older uh, Oh, I I don't forget to take those. I have
0: your I have you your have blue. Rays. If yeah.
2: you are a sexually active centigenarian, please send your email <laughs> to Mike on Mike. <laughs> no, you know what? It, it depends. Like I, okay, so somebody is asked Is that me, a pun?
1: Somebody no. No, nice you wanna give you boy. Working uh, blue. No, so somebody at work <laughs> the other day asked me, uh, I forget what how it came up but I was like, I think Helen Mirren's a Gorgeous woman, and she's on my elevator list. You and then they're like, "Well, what list. about Betty White?" And I'm like, "I thought about it for a second. I'm like, you know what? I would do Betty White. I would tap that ass.
0: No, you would just
1: to. Oh, yes, mm, I would no. just to say that I had done it. So you no. just, just respect. No, just so just just so
0: see, now that's just that's not cool. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm not trying to be controversial. Yes, I'm you to... are. No, no, are you kidding? You're no, telling no. me that if no. Betty White, yes, Betty White, yeah. with all of her experience, we're both telling you that we are both
0: really, really.
2: Well, I guess I'm in a class by myself. Yes, you are. I don't know if I would call it class, <laughs> but something, something by yourself. By yourself. <laughs> you won a nail Betty White. Nice. Hey,
1: you didn't want to talk about now. Politics. If you told me, if You're you had
0: welcome. said Sophia Loren,
1: oh god, Oh, fair. oh that's But fair. so the, that's the, fair. this is interesting though, because is this thing, like a Fight Club thing? Like we're well, like, Well, but you know,
2: Helen <laughs> Mirren and Sophia Loren were established sex symbols mm-hmm. early on in their career. Yeah, and as they've aged, they've aged beautifully. beautifully. And they're beautiful women, and they're yeah. still desirable for mm-hmm. sure. Betty White is, uh, whether you mean it or not, and I'm <laughs> sure you do. It is, it is a, it is a, a controversial thing to say. I mean, it's just no, no, a, it's okay, a weird so way to go.
1: I'm not man. necessarily trying to be I mean, controversial. And like I said, it was something okay, that somebody, else, match your somebody else at work brought Olympia up to me.
2: caucus is so. Nasty. Really? Smouldering. You do him? Smouldering. It's a girl, <laughs> man. It's a woman. Not Michael Dukakis.
0: I'm glad you lie. guys are old enough to know Dukakis. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, Dukakis. Yeah. yeah, we're we're all
2: kind of in our forties, yeah, so we could like, no, I, like Not I, all, we, all of us. Is Shut Betty up, bitch. <laughs> Betty White needs to be left alone. Nice woman. Uh, I'm sure she. She doesn't want to have anything to do with right. Mike Snake. Okay. okay, well, what
1: about what about Mike Snake? Um, what about, what uh, about Mike Snake?
2: You know,
0: if we could edit this together, it would almost be like cohesive. Like, if okay, so now is this a segment on uh, Mike's elevator list? Is that yeah. what this <laughs> is? The it segment seems like, like where it's I going. think that's what it is headed. Well, I mean, we've like, had like oh, some meaningful conversation. We've, we've had some really great moments. We have. And had some now, great
1: moments is true. I've enjoyed the time here. It's been fantastic. And now I mean, the, the weather should like, give you juice. Oh. Okay, so speaking of elevator lists uh, (laughs) You brought it up, Mike (laughs) Did I bring it up? You said elevator lists right. speaking Uh, of So I'm just asking, guys uh, What about Martha Stewart?
0: See, I really don't buy his list right now. I think he's just throwing these. Oh, out. No, 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 that's no. It's like you know, I, like June Cleaver. No, I'm you not. Just, okay. he's got a thing with this old fashioned kind of like traditional I, thing. Okay, you know like, what? No, you know okay. what about oh, uh, Annette Funicello? Like, you know, what about know. her? I don't know who that is. She's old dead. Man. Oh well. Bonus, Mike. <laughs> bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Extra points. There you go. You're, You're going. sick, Charlie. <laughs> You're sick. Man. No, I
2: do think. I mean, that's right. He does enjoy. The controversial stamp, though. No, no, Mike no. is good at owning that. Here, he here's the thing. Here's no, no, the no, thing. Oh, it's true. So, so I'm. But just, I think
0: it's only because he likes to ignite something amongst well, like yeah, his right, his right. his you're right uh, his I'm audience. To give about. you that, you know, because so, so. he likes to see it happen. You're an instigator.
1: I, I don't know you what are you right. are, and I
0: think by I you, know saying, that word. you saying you uh, saying uh, Betty White, you're just trying to instigate something. Well, no,
1: well, I didn't shit. even instigate it. Like I said, it was somebody at work. Who I was talking. It? I was talking to somebody at work, and I remember now how it came up. Who is this? Because somebody? I mentioned something about Paul Abdul, and I think Paul Abdul is
2: a lot of women on think, this list, man. Okay, there the are straight up women. video when I was
0: in oh seventh no, grade, was, sixth oh, yeah. grade, seventh grade for
2: Mike was the. Uh, fresh Opposites Attract era. video. No, oh, really? No. That, that, no, no in that, that video, Mike Because the there was cat. a cartoon. Was Mike is the cat. I am the cat. So it's
0: cartoon and bestiality. So it's oh, like really no. bizarre. Oh, wow. did
2: to so wow, take getting it to a weird place, I'm Mitch, just
0: saying. like that's where, Of course, a, that's line, what caught your attention.
1: There's a line, Mitch. You don't cry. And you just jumped over with <laughs> There's
0: things. no line here in the red room. In the red room, there are no lines.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Betty White. Okay. So let's hear it. Betty White. So what happened was I was talking to somebody at work. And I happened to mention Paul Abdul was... On my elevator list, and they're like,
2: they're, they asked me, who "Don't know? Could you define elevator list, please?" So yeah. Ask, okay, 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 okay. Sure.
1: An elevator list is uh, a list of people that you are allowed to have sex with if you're ever stuck on an elevator
3: oh, with the person oh. on your
1: list,
0: and you get a pass, you get a free pass from your, significant, from your other.
1: significant other. Yes, that's true. Um, so Paul Abdul is on my <laughs> elevator list, and I mentioned this to somebody at work, and they oh. asked me, they're like, "Well, that's isn't she too old?" And I'm like, "No, she's still gorgeous." So she's. They're like, yeah, but she's batshit crazy. I'm like, I don't care.
0: Did you say, yeah, I'm still ten care. years older than her? Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, go on. Okay. So it was at that point that this other person that I was talking to uh, said, "Well, what about Betty White?" <laughs> and I'm like, I had to. Th- I actually stopped and I thought about it for a little bit. I'm like, you know what? I would. You know do what? Betty White. Mike, Mike looked yeah. dead as I went. <laughs> Actually, okay. uh, look just, straight at that person. Just like, for clarity, just for clarity, oh, it was two women at work that I was talking to. Really?
0: Oh, yeah. that's
2: that's surprising. Um, that's cute. I, no, it is surprising that I that talk that. to women. that's Yeah, yeah or, well, that. that part. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, no, so, that they would talk
0: to you. <laughs> I
1: agree. Yes, concur with that sentiment. Yes, <laughs> I hate you both. Right. Now. <laughs> um
2: so, so I was talking about Nail and Betty White <laughs> the two women I work with. Like. It was nothing. It was like an average Wednesday. No, just. You know? That's right. You know what? As, As one does.
0: <laughs> I'm
1: like, you know, we that. We called that. We called
0: that Wednesday. Okay. So, uh. So I was saying. That's
1: right. Um, no, there are other women on my elevator list. Not just
2: like of shot.
0: Well, how long is this elevator shot. list? I mean, are you like – like, I mean, is it a
2: four – How four? big is the building, Mike? Is it, is it a 100-story building? Oh, this building goes all Or is all it like a 10-story building? This double. building goes all the way up. Oh, so we'll you're in a skyscraper. That. Yeah, we're that talking is.
1: skyscraper. Okay. So, I mean, you don't have to limit yourself on an elevator list. Why would you do that? Hmm. You know, it's it's for – it's never going to happen anyway. So because so the whole
2: world could be on your list, like Queen Elizabeth. In there
1: would you, you really Betty put 1-8? the whole world yeah. on the? Early no, list? absolutely not. I'm just you saying, like if so you wouldn't tired. limit
0: yourself, so- <laughs> you're <laughs> so tired. Have you seen the it's kind of coffee fatigue. I drink?
1: That's true. It's it about drink a lot of coffee. Yeah. yeah. Let's
0: try. Let's yeah. try and get another sponsor right here. Mitch drinks Valhalla Java from Deathwish Coffee. <laughs> Experience the most caffeinated coffee you can. <laughs>
1: You know, I, you probably need that if you're going to... No, have you world
0: ever world. tried it? No. no, no. Sorry, I don't want to spin off when into that, but the Valhalla Java is is, is no joke. It's yeah. really good. I tried if, not to like it. If
2: you're stuck in an elevator and you only have the world's population of women other than your wife to sleep with... I really recommend Valhalla coffee. It's <laughs> going to get you through. It really <laughs> will. If this you know
0: is what? a 100-story building, it's the only drink that's going to make it to the top.
2: You know, what, as can't a Viking, never, as, a Viking do anything without Valhalla coffee. as a Viking, I would drink Valhalla coffee. Are you part Viking? I am part Viking. You're part of the brown Viking clan? I really, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what brown, brown Vikings were Viking there, sir? Plan. You know, they call the blue. Mexican Vikings, vaqueros. okay so to, so, <laughs> Conquistadores.
0: So
1: to, so to clarify for those listening, uh, I myself, I am adopted.
0: This is another weird, weird like thing. Go on, on, Okay,
1: so I I was adopted. Mike's adopted. Uh, I am of Hispanic descent, but my family is like
0: the name. Are you more comfortable
2: with Hispanic or Latino? I guess Hispanic. I've never considered myself Latino. Well, you're Ecuadorian by birth. No, El Salvadorian. El Salvadorian. So
0: that would be Latino, not Hispanic. I don't know. No, I'm just, i i know you don't know, Man, but you really don't yeah, know. I mean, I mean, I just are, are,
1: I'm really white on the inside. You don't know who you are. It's true, I don't. True. F- but you do realize, Charlie, that Mitch is also adopted.
0: Did you know that? I did not know you that. Also know that. adopted, also awesome. raised by a Mormon family in a small white mountain town. Yeah. Was, yeah. Do you true. think that was what like
2: a f- thing? I mean, you think John Smith was like it's it's adopt adopt brown actually kids? Actually, let me correct you. there, it's Joseph Smith. I'm oh, sorry, Joseph Smith. <laughs> John Smith
0: was the one that was doing Pocahontas. I am not a Mormon. No, you're, 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 uh, so of us here, you are not a Mormon. But Mitch, Mitch was adopted, M- and both of our ab- adoption stories are kind of
1: similar. Black um, markety. Yeah, wow. And, yeah. Uh, and Mitch, Mitch was raised by a white family, also, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, we all, white all white. have that in common. Whatever yeah, we, that, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. <laughs> well, Hey, some common ground. <laughs> nice, I was nice. a young black man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? You gotta love that movie. Come on, that is a great movie.
0: What movie is that?
3: The
1: Jerk. Oh, Steve Martin! Wow. I love that movie. I actually, just
0: got th- I got that movie for Christmas this year. Oh, that did you? Really especially yeah. That's a great. That is a great movie. So we we're all raised
2: movie. by white families. Two we of were, us were adopted. You know what? All
1: right, high five, to us because we all have that in common. Is that a high five? Well, b- between all three talking of us, talking privilege. Which one? White privilege. The most oh white my privilege. God. You know that? what? Here's the funny thing, though. So. Earlier, we were talking about privilege. Do
0: you right? need to call Amanda a, a lift? Because I feel we're going to be talking all night.
1: You know, at this rate, we will be talking all night. No, but really, okay, we're so white ground. White privilege. Because white, because white privilege? So raised,
0: born brown. Born brown. Raised but white. with Raised
1: white. Yeah. But the funny thing, okay, so the funny thing is, like, my father was, and, and still is to this day. I'm 40, I'm going to be 43 my next <laughs> birthday. Can't How wait old? I can say he's white. <laughs> He what? has, and still is. He what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, my father—that
2: that has not changed—is no, a white man. I, I, no, I was gonna, so he remains really? a white man today.
1: <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm, I was born in El Salvador. Uh, my father, my father and mother are white. My mother's side of the family is German. My father's side of the family is uh, Norwegian. Um, my father, to this day, I'm, I'm going to be 43. My next birthday is still How? disappointed I love in, hearing disappointed it. in me How am I? disappointed in the fact that I never tried to learn anything about El Salvador or about my my culture really and he's S- expressed
0: disappointment too, like, you know what
2: he, he is not really are, is, are you? that's a good he has show. never come <laughs>
1: out he has never come out and said i am disappointed in you but yeah. i can hear it in his voice wi- <laughs> by the fact that like he has he's asked me you know like i never wanted it. i didn't want to take spanish in high school and he he won't let me forget the fact that I took French <laughs> in high school instead of Spanish. Yeah. And when I when he talks about it, I can tell in his voice just by the tone of his voice that he is there is disdain there. Well, and can there you speak
0: any French? Did you take anything away from it? Yeah. Oui. Well, then that's parler français. Oui? Oh
1: parler
2: français Oh, speaks a little French. So French that's toast. That's right. Oui. Okay. Uh, here's a test. Here's a, uh, translate this for me. Oh no no don't uh, do that. No, it's simple. It's easy, it. man. Uh, it it? Les bons temps roulés.
1: I can't pronounce
2: that. That's They're so sexy. Like that.
1: You know what? Okay, Oof. so I took friends. I didn't learn anything. <laughs> I felt the a, idea at the I time a was, little movement. To yeah. was to oh, woo yeah. the women, and it never worked out.
0: Again. Yeah, that's funny because that comes back to Twin Peaks again because one of my favorite lines in Twin Peaks is that's the kind of girl that makes you wish you spoke a little French. <laughs>
3: oh. <laughs> Good, good. I awesome. love. Awesome. love that. You know what? I gotta give you a high five
2: Beautiful. for that because that is fucking awesome. I think Mike just wants the high five right now. I He's in the do. high five spot. Yeah, you know what?
1: Though. I. You know what it is? I've I've had enough gentleman Jack right now that I am that in the you're high not five gentlemanly mode. Gentlemanly
0: anymore? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the irony.
2: I hate you
1: right now, but high five. Uh,
2: <laughs> uh, I have to say, I at the risk of sounding totally racial, the most El Salvadorian thing I've ever joked about with you, Mike, is when uh, uh, full disclosure. I'm a remodeling contractor and have been for several years. Mike has worked with me from time to time.
1: Keep in mind, he said remodeling, not modeling. Not modeling, remodeling. Uh,
2: And uh, Mike had done some really good work on some drywall. (laughs) And at the time, I believe I turned to Mike and said, see, Mike. The power to do drywall was within you all. (laughs) And that was a reference to his El Salvadorian. It's it's true. It's true. Now, I thought that was funny and we're friends, so I think I get a pass. Oh, Oh, you definitely definitely get a pass. But but if you do have complaints, send them to hashtag suck it. (laughs) <laughs> do
0: i've care. done all that work i bet you and see that's where like mike keeping us apart all these years has has dampened our ability to know one another i like, mike keeping years. us apart all these years I keeps you from knowing has. that i have done all that kind of construction work my dad being a contractor there are very few things having to do with the construction of a dwelling that I have not done.
2: Um, mm-hmm. See, see it's true. Mike, you, have you know kept what? Us you away. you, you, you really have. We could have like, like been bonding.
1: But why? Why? the truth is, You're just Mike? afraid to express your virtual fighter skills. I think, I
0: think Charlie and I have gotten to a good place, you know what? and that's what right. drinks we're in a good and, place. and drinks are good for that. And stuff will get you there. And
2: plus, there is there is something to be said for like-minded individuals having a rough start. <laughs> you know, Is there? Uh, yeah. You give do. precedent. You well, well, I, I do You have like an remember, example. An example more common
1: than most people. Do you, you remember in be like being in like elementary school or high school, and you didn't get along with somebody, got into a fight with them, and the next thing you know, they're they're, they're
2: your best friend.
0: Yeah, my English teacher. <laughs> <laughs> he punched me right in the face.
2: I socked him right. Dude, back. she?
0: No, it was a she. She should sock me right in the gut. Ooh, she, how, she, how, was, uh, how, she was. She's like, I uh, had enough of that. How close oh. were you? Too? No, we weren't oh, close at all. Why? why is he every single, every single time? time? Why? No, like every I. Time it's you know sexual what? Sexual and
1: excuse me, excuse oh, me, it
2: but was allow me. Allow me. Allow uh, me to quote yeah. Van Halen. So it must have been were this. You, point, were you hot for teacher? No. No, uh, Mike. You were hot no. for teacher. That uh, was, yes, I, that, I was, was all all no, that was eighth grade math.
0: eighth grade algebra math. Whatever that was. Freshman freshman math. Two plus two equals
2: four. Why do lie about it? Charlie, you're,
0: you're hot for teacher experience. Hot for
2: teacher. Uh, my, okay, well, uh, are we going there? Let's do that. Oh, okay, okay, let's do hot that. Let's do that question. Right, hot, hot for, for teacher. teacher. Okay. All right, let's see. And oh. now from the red
0: room, hot for teacher. <laughs> this is a discussion on nice. which teacher you had a crush on I'm when you were a teacher. younger teacher. kid.
1: You okay, go. so there were two of them. Uh, in eighth grade. Mrs. No lawsuits, please. Miss Cl- Clark. Okay. And in freshman year, math teacher, Mrs. Rebensburg. They were both. So hot. You're not a good storyteller, uh, Charlie. Know, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, verdict. I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. Was there supposed to be a story? Or were we just, am I well, just I mean, because there
0: was no build-up, there was no like discussion oh, okay. about that. Okay, you were just so like naming names and no, no, and like wa- okay, grades okay. in school. Oh, I'm sorry. I okay, didn't so you you like it goes detailed. like this. It goes like this. It goes like this. Okay. So eighth grade year, <laughs> we start what is equivalent to our mathletes competition. I'm basically failing out of He's of good. math, out of al- algebra. And Nerd. so, <coughs> oh, so no, exactly. We we were failing. Me and my band, the Freight oh. Ends. That was the name nice. of my band. Like so name. it's the three like of us, the name. the, the Freight Ends. And so, rather than recruiting the best students, um, our teacher offered extra credit if you would join the mathletes, and you could pass because we were we needed the extra credit because we were <laughs> failing because we were little rock budding rock stars. Wait,
1: oh wait <laughs> sure. Can first. I? Can Her I name just was ask, Mrs. Eaton. Can I just ask? Was it the Freight Ends that played that gig in Snowflake?
0: No, the Freight Ends played only an, in in uh, Kihei, Maui, Hawaii. Oh, okay. And we only had um, one and a half gigs. Ouch. Bahama. But we did debut with uh, Metallica's For Whom the Bell Tolls. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And our follow-up was Faith No More's Epic. Oh, you, you know what? <laughs> that is know, epic. Yeah, it was pretty epic, it was epic, especially for eighth graders. Okay, I'm sorry. So Mrs. Eaton, uh, you know, she was... Wow. She had a gravitational pull. Man, oh you should my. have seen that facial. Yeah, 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 like, I yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, absolutely. A It was, the mess. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> great. Yeah, and, and <laughs> that's how that you really liked <laughs> her. <laughs> oh, we did. Yeah, we did. Nice. And we were eighth grade, so we had no idea how to be smooth about it either. We were just basically happens. there on our. <laughs> on our <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard leg. to be
2: smooth when you have an uncontrollable boner when that you
0: know like days. i have a, a trapper keeper that right. keeps it hidden <laughs> yeah. and you're okay what
2: was your trapper keeping? <laughs> what was it keeping <laughs> the motor
0: so that was that was 8th eighth grade 8th eighth, eighth grade mrs mrs, mrs. eaton so see it's an excellent not sport. just That's like a story th- Mitch. i like your story <laughs> and, uh, thanks man you gave me
2: setting <laughs> i was there with you <laughs> Mike, well, she was
0: blonde Mike, with a, with like a, like Mike. a tight bob okay uh, you see. know like really like up top, up tight uh, tight up top so and like really, like dark eyes, dark eyebrows. I'm sorry, did but you say that?
2: So I can set it up. Mike, I think I'm going to disagree with Mitch. You're not a great storyteller. <laughs> I, I am a pretty good storyteller, I No, you it. actually no, you are a good storyteller. I was just
0: giving you shit for that one. The because we were talking right. about something uh, that should have had a better story.
1: Right, right. No, no, I I, I can see where you're coming you from. Do you want right. to start again? Want want one other try? Like, can I get a do over? Do you want a do over? Is this like a
0: mulligan? Is this like mulligan? Let me hit, let me pop me. and click. Go ahead, click.
2: Edit. All right,
0: edit.
1: Uh, so, when I was in eighth grade, we got a new van teacher.
2: Where? In Snowflake. And where is Snowflake? Snowflake, Arizona. Snowflake, Arizona. And yes. What right near Belly Button. Like? I've been
0: rural? to Belly I bought a spatula there. Ah. Belly Button? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, spatula, spatula, capital the, of the world. At the swap in bellybutton, meet. Button, Arizona. Mm-hmm.
1: You know what? Uh, they probably started the swap meet after I left there. Because they didn't right. do swap meet when I was little. So because okay. all the but, uh, folk were ready to go. There was out. this big hill between Taylor, Arizona, where I lived. Snowflake, Arizona. Where I went to junior high and high I see and at the bottom of the hill, there was a sign that read "Welcome to Belly Button USA," ah. and when you went past it and looked at the back of the sign, it said "Now leaving Belly Button
2: USA." That's very interesting. Yeah, it's
1: very interesting. So, in uh, in eighth grade, uh, as a Snowflake Lobo, at Snowflake Junior High,
2: Lobo, Lobo,
1: a Lobo, Lobos, yes, a Lobo. Uh, we had a new band teacher, Mrs. You were in band, Mister Clark, Miss <laughs> Clark. You were in band. In band, yes. What'd you, you were in band. I was in band. What instrument did you play? I played the trumpet.
2: Oh, I thought you were going to say the skin flute. I, I played trumpet the... too. Look, no, there's another one soul. of those. Yeah, oh, I did. Oh, I played trumpet too. You Mormon uh, Mexican uh, attendant? You
0: play. We he's, have a club. You the shorty club? Uh, he's, <laughs> uh, he's not
1: Mexican. He's Hawaiian.
0: I'm sorry. I'm not Hawaiian. I thought you were Hawaiian. No, I'm some type of Indian. I'm sure. Uh, getting to know you. Getting to know you. Okay, go on. So yeah, you're you're playing the trumpet for Mrs. Moon. I'm playing. I'm playing the
1: trumpet for Miss Clark. Miss Clark. Miss Clark. And it was actually her first year teaching. Wow.
0: Which I thought Okay, I so now, Engineer, like she's 21. Oh, she's 22, yeah, maybe? Yeah, yes. she's fresh out of college. Okay.
1: She's, she's young. And uh uh a boner. You it's know what? Hot. Oh, I totally had a boner every single time we played. We, Mike's pretty why convinced. That's why you of I, I wasn't in, a a in the marching band, because well, I'm, I'm, a bit bit <laughs> I'm a bit uncomfortable I'm with like how <laughs> often you may have.